following program is presented by Atmark Media. The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. lives so you've caught on that my suspension's been lifted <laughs> I'm here tonight for one reason and one reason only the Universal Championship now you may have asked yourself how exactly I got my suspension what Great timing, Sammy. Hey, wait, wait. Brock Lesnar. Oh, man, this is so great. Finally, at long last, our paths are crossing. You know, I feel like it's been a long time coming. I feel like in so many ways, our careers have been so parallel. Well, minus a couple of the UFC heavyweight championships and a couple of WrestleMania main events. But besides that, there are a lot of similarities. Could you give me a second? I'm trying to talk to Brock. Look, we have a lot in common. We really do. We're two Canadian alpha males just doing their thing, you know? And really, look, hey, I mean, no disrespect. No funny business. I'm just here to tell you man to man. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I, I respect your body of work uh, and, and this look you got going on. I love it. This top knot thing. Oh, you should have done it years ago. Really? <laughs> Shut up. Whoop. 
I'm confused. I've got the slightest idea of who the hell you are. Pardon my ignorance, I'm sorry. You're a fan? You're a fan of me. I mean, I'm a lot of things. Brock, I'm the master strategist. I'm, I'm the elder. Shut up. Let me tell you something. You got a lot of balls coming out here interrupting me. You see, I live in Saskatchewan. Yes, I am from Canada. I hunt things in Saskatchewan. I kill things in Saskatchewan. I eat things in Saskatchewan. Now tell me who the hell you think you are and why I haven't ripped your head off. That's a valid question. That is a valid question and it deserves an answer and I will, I will happily give it to you. Uh, see, Brock, I, I am the elder statesman of SmackDown. I am the locker room leader around here. But most importantly, I am the number one contender for the Universal Championship. Yeah, yeah, against all odds, I won a battle royal with over 20 other men, and now I am next in line to take on Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship Let me get this at straight. day one. Let me get this straight. I get suspended, and you become the number one contender? <laughs> I guess it is kind of funny, right? Well, it's well, maybe not a knee slapper, but it's, it's good. Yes, yes. To answer your question, Brock, listen, I am the number one contender, and I want you to know something. Once I defeat Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship at day one, I am happy to, to roll out the red carpet for... At day one? No, 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 yeah, listen. Well, Brock, you're going you're gonna to wrestle Roman at day one. Yes, and after uh, I beat him, Brock Lesnar versus Sami Zayn, no questions asked. No questions asked, I mean it. I am happy to do that for you. I am happy to do that for you. Silly me. My apologies. It's all coming together now, Sammy. They're playing you, right? Who's playing you? Well, you're, you're kind of right. They have been playing me. There's a whole conspiracy again. That, that, that's not important. What, what do you mean, how? how? How are they playing me exactly? Well, why would you wait until day one to, to, to fight Roman? Well, but why don't you do it tonight? Can see it now, kid. Sammy. Sammy, right? Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Look at the bright lights, kid. You know, Brock, that's a great idea. If I'm being honest, I, look, I've dreamed of winning the Universal Championship. I just, I don't really want to do it in Texas. First I'm of a all. fan now. I'm a fan. Thank you. Thank you. It's just, and there's, there's a lot of other things I didn't really mentally prepare. If I'm being honest, I kind of have a Sammy, thing in my hip. You should fight Roman Reigns tonight. Here in San Antonio. Oh. Come on. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's not a bad idea. I just, I feel like I need a little bit more preparation. This kind Sammy, of stuff. I, listen, bro, I don't think you're, shut up, kid. Huh? <laughs> listen to me. Yeah. You should fight Roman Reigns tonight. Brock, 
You're, you're crowding me a little bit. That's fine. You're an opposing fella. I feel like we just have very creative differences with how to approach this, and it's fine. Look, tonight, I will do things tonight. my way. Thank you for the advice, but no thank you. I shouldn't have touched you, I shouldn't have touched you. Ah, okay, 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 hang on. That was a mistake, that's on me. Ah, okay, 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 we're friends, we're friends. Hang on, hang on. So tonight it is. Well, here's the thing, bro. Okay, yes! Yeah, 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 okay, okay. Ah, okay. I knew you had it in here. Go get him, kid. Okay, go okay. get him. All right. Go get him. You know what? Good job. Hey, and to top it all off, I'll be right by your side tonight. I want to witness all this firsthand, okay? I got you back. I got it. All right. Go get him, kid. Hey, you're going to see a new Universal Champion tonight! Yes. Well, Brock Lesnar can be very persuasive, and you have to ask yourself, Pat, will Sami Zayn be successful? Will we have Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns in a Universal title match tonight? Will we have a new Universal Champion tonight you know that's what? name is Sami Zayn? I got it. And Brock Lesnar's going to watch the match if it happens. Tonight, will Sami Zayn be the Universal just, Hang on, there's just something I want to say before this match. This tonight might very well be the biggest match of my career. And I, I just feel like this is something I have to say. Because I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Texas is my least favorite state in America. <laughs> and I never dreamed of winning my first Universal Championship here. But once in a while, once in a great while, you get a guardian angel who whispers something in your ear that you never would have thought of on your own. And for me tonight, that is Brock Lesnar. So tonight, I am gonna do something that hasn't been done in a long time. I am gonna shock the world in a way that he hasn't been shocked in a long time. I am going to upset Roman Reigns. I am going to defeat Roman Reigns. And I am walking out of San Antonio as the champion and when I do I don't have any one of you to thank I don't have to thank any one of you you have never supported me you did not have my corner in this conspiracy against me the only person that I have to thank is Brock Lesnar Sammy, you can thank him personally. I don't know if Sammy was trying to convince these people or himself that tonight could be the night, but this man, Brock Lesnar, on Brock Friday, has changed everything. Well, remember, Brock Lesnar said he'd be out here at ringside to watch the Sammy Zayn Roman Reigns Universal Championship match because perhaps Brock Lesnar is going to help Sammy Zayn tonight and maybe face Sammy at the day one pay per view event. On January 1st. He's already there he is. Uh, there, there he is. Make some noise for Brock Lesnar! <laughs> Truly a man of his word. An honorable man, Brock. I just want to say something. Like, look. 
I know you're not out here to help me win, and I'm not saying that you should help me win. You understand what I'm saying? I'm just saying, at day one, you would probably have an easier time with me than you would with Roman Reigns. And that, that's not me selling myself short, it's just that, well, let's be honest for a sec, your track record against Roman Reigns lately hasn't been great. Don't, no, 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 don't listen to them. Hey, I'm not trying to disrespect you. I'm not trying to disrespect you. I'm not saying that you can't beat Roman Reigns. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that at day one, it will be Sami Zayn. Bro, oh, oh, look out. German suplex. Brock had heard enough, and San Antonio has become Suplex City. Brock Friday in full force. Red darling Sammy. And another one. Three of them from the mayor of Suplex City. Sammy just ran his mouth a bit too long. Sammy began the night interrupting Brock and saying, sorry, sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Just called Brock his best friend. <laughs> You're not going to extract that statement. Self-awareness has never been something Sammy has owned. San Antonio wants another one. Sammy Zane doesn't. Sammy Zane has no clue where he's at. Sammy Zane going to suffer the effect of another F5. disrespecting Roman by saying, hey, since I know you can't handle Sammy, let me beat the hell out of this Canadian ragdoll. Well, let's not forget, Pat, the Universal Champion Roman Reigns is going to be out here in a moment. despite the savage beatdown of Sami Zayn at the hands of Brock Lesnar moments ago, Pat, we are uh, being told that Roman Reigns will indeed defend his Universal Championship tonight against Sami Zayn. For 460 days, Roman Reigns has ruled as Universal Champion. 
the GOAT, the head of the table, was going to ragdoll Sami Zayn regardless. Now he's just got to pick the pieces and defend his Universal Championship. championship tonight three suplexes for Sami Zayn Brock Lesnar sends a message and each F5 delivered to Sami Zayn made it pretty clear Lesnar wants Roman Reigns to be the Universal Champion at the day one pay-per-view event January 1st 2022 anybody with a brain knew that Sammy probably had no shot against the greatest of all time. But Brock Lesnar didn't want to take any chances. He didn't want Sami Zayn to like slip on a banana peel and somehow win the Universal Championship here tonight. Lesnar wants Reigns. He wants to beat Roman Reigns. Finally beat Reigns for the Universal title. And you gotta believe Roman was embarrassed at what Brock Lesnar did moments ago to Zayn. I think Roman Reigns understands that he has a job to do tonight. He's defending the Universal Championship on the number one show in sports entertainment. He got an assist from Brock. With a stick. Zayn has not moved. Well, he did. Actually, he was propped up in the corner by Lesnar, and then he just collapsed during the commercial break. And our main event here tonight is sponsored by Taco Bell's new Double Steak Grilled Cheese Burrito. Double Steak Grilled Cheese Burrito sounds delicious as the Usos prop weekend at Sammy back up on the corner turn buckle. Match officially underway for the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns, spear to Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn with the Universal Championship opportunity. Yeah, now a guillotine. And Zayn quickly taps out. He had no choice. Reigns retains. And Lesnar gets what he Here's wanted. Here's your winner by submission. And still the Universal Champion. of the assault by Lesnar on Sami Zayn, and Lesnar gets what he wants, Pat. That is a date with Roman Reigns at day one. Let's show a replay. Roman Reigns outsmarting Sami Zayn. 
Then choking them out to remain Universal Champ. January 1st, 2022, Atlanta, Georgia. The first pay-per-view of the new year. It is known as WWE Day One, streaming live on Peacock. Roman Reigns defends the Universal Championship against the man who was screwed out of the title opportunity back in October. It's Reigns versus Lester at Day One. I can't wait to be there. I missed the last epic matchup. Now we get it again.
Hello everyone and welcome to the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk. I'm your host Jimmy T and my co-host, he's back, he's a doctor, he might be even evil, but who knows, it's the foreign object, Jeff Lippman. Welcome back to the Smack Talk, my friend. How you been, man? I've been good, Jared. Jimmy Tasmania. <laughs> Jimmy Tasmania. First it was ta- Jimmy Tajikistan. Now it's Jimmy Tasmania. Well, I mean, I don't know, I'm man. In southern Hemisphere kind of mood because I've been helping people dose with the fortifications and offensive bearings of the uh, Antarctic continent. So we've got all our submarines and our aircraft and, and, and all of our all-terrain vehicles pointed outward now. So everything's been fortified <laughs> and we're ready. We're ready to attack all the lane, ley lines and disrupt world order. So everything's everything's cool there. My only problem is that I ordered a track brown and I keep getting a track black. <laughs> Oh, why do I have to always be in the middle of you two sh- shooting your little pistols at each other on the show? Because first of all, I'm going to defend him right now because I'm sure he's got a big pistol and I know I do. So, <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> secondly, it's not really about him. It's it's more, I, I just was expecting a track brown and I, I didn't know there was like an A-track core. I didn't know it was like <laughs> ultra. I didn't know it was like the power range. So I, I just want, I, I, I was... You know how I glorify and worship a track round, right? It's his birthday, by the way. Happy, happy birthday! Actually, I thought it was his birthday too. Apparently, it's not. Well, Facebook says it is. I know, right? I got fooled too. Apparently, his birthday is New Year's Eve. Believe it or not. That's weird. Well, I mean, which all of his names? Well, not all of his names. So, in this case, happy birthday, Track Dastily. How's that? I believe right. that's his birthday. Not a Jack Brown's birthday. That's entirely that's entirely possible. I I don't understand how the man does so much in twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't understand. And shout outs to you, a Jack Brown, because I'll take my head off, man. How the hell does he like have so many girlfriends at once? I don't I don't know how he does any of the things he does. I just <laughs> I I see his Facebook feed and I need a nap. I'm too exhausted. <laughs> Hey, like he says, he can't be beating these mean streets, Jeff. You know how he there's goes. No, there's no, there's no street. That, I mean, he is the biggest <laughs> obstacle that evil does. We're not sure how we're gonna. T- we, we may leave those mean streets alone. We may make them a self-autonomous zone. Oh well. Speaking of those mean streets, did you he see? You'll be viceroy a track. <laughs> did you and see? And then he, he can deal with a track black of how he how he chooses. Well, I'm pretty sure A-Track Brown was the one that brought in A-Track Black pretty much under his wing, and then Jago and myself. So I'm sure it was a keep your friends close and your enemies closer kind of thing. <laughs> uh, used to amazing, seriously. Used but, to? From Brooklyn? Used to. Well, if, if, if I was from the States, I probably would be from Brooklyn. <laughs> you know what Tony I mean? Tony <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I can't even do it. it. Yeah, forget about it. Apparently, I, I look like I'm a dude from Jersey, according to Jago. You too. Oh, thanks. Why? Why? Because I'm Greek? <laughs> you, you, I mean, you look like me. You look like a guy that's from New York, New Jersey, or Philly. You know I mean? <laughs> Philly. No, forget Philly. I can't stand their accent, dude. <laughs> yeah, their, their accent is awful. It's really awful, man. I don't it's know why. It's accent and- I'm used to the New York accent because in many ways, like Melbourne, believe it or not, shares a lot of similarities with New York because uh, 
of the fact that it's full of different ethnicities. I knew that Don was really from Melbourne. Hey, I'm telling you now, if he was from Australia, I promise you he'd be from Melbourne. And I'm, I'm being... We'd be best friends. Oh, dude, the Italians over here are bad enough. New York Italians are on a different level though, dude, let's be honest. You know, where I grew up, there were only Italians, Jews, Irish, and some Irish mixed with German. That, that's it. That, that's all we had. Well, I'll give you an interesting stat about the United States that probably a lot of Americans don't realize, actually. I mean, did you know you know who the number one, what, what ethnicity is the most migrated to the U.S., believe it or not? Which, I would think Latin. German. Well, I mean, look at the last 2,500 years. I mean, all Germany does is take over other countries. I mean, f the Franks, German tribe, England, England, Angles, Saxons, both German tribes. Absolutely. 100% fact. Deutsch, Dutch. Mm. They're like Germans anyway, but they're still Anglos. Austria, Switzerland, all Germanic Germans, tribes. absolutely. Sacking of Rome, all Germanic tribes. You think, wait, which, you think Rome? Vandals, Goths. Oh, definitely German tribes. All were German tribes. All. And the Visigoths, who were, who were, you know, partly populated, you know, like Hungary and Spain and places like German that. Tribes. German tribes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> absolutely. After World War II, who'd the CIA pick for Operation Paperclip? Germans. <laughs> yeah, hey. True. That's very true. As a matter of Mennonites, fact, Mennonites, Germans. Yeah, of course, Germans. That's what they do. They, they they take over the world for twenty five hundred. If you look at it, the, the you know everyone worries about everyone else. I mean, the last hundred years, Germans started two world wars. It's always the true. Germans. It's fucking true. It's it's very true. And if there's ever a World War Three, let's hope it's not the Germans that actually caused that as well. The whole, and the whole purpose of the EU is was to stop German was, aggression, not Russian aggression, because then because now they've gotta they've gotta, you know, treat their Mississippi slash Greece uh, <laughs> yeah. like, like the way like, that we do. Like so New York yeah, New York and Texas to Mississippi is like Germany to Greece and Well Georgia. I was gonna say who yeah, exactly. And Italy to a less extent, but who do you think runs the EU anyway? It's still Italy, the Germans. Italy's more like Louisiana, and that's got New Orleans. It's got <laughs> culture, its food, and its music. Italy's got fashion, and its wine, and its. Ah, uh, that's the northern Italy. part of Italy. The no, south is a, completely it, different. You know what? You know what Italy is? Italy is our AEW. It's it's oh. it's, our it's our status acquisition. Don't, don't. It's like it's like it's like owning a racehorse. You, oh, you're never going to make any money off of it, but you love saying you have a race horse. That's well, what EU is Italy. It's like, we have Milan, we have, the, we have, the we have Torino. Uh, yeah, we got the Gucci and Ferro Gucci and Michael uh, Andretti, Mario Andretti. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amoroni, uh, Amoroni. <laughs> but anyway, speak, look at the World Economic Council, by the way, also, Jeff. I the mean, the forum, should I say, the World Economic Forum. Oh, okay. Who runs, who runs that, who's the head of that? A German. Germans, of course. Klaus. Is it Klaus Schwab? And, and, it is Klaus and, Schwab. And what do you think Santa Claus is up to? He's got, he's German. got everybody's house. <laughs> he has everybody's code. Do you think that Bill Gates or, uh, or Mark Zuckerberg or Jeff Bezos are people that would be worried about? No, Santa Klaus. And Klaus, what's that? <laughs> German. It actually is. Jesus Christ. Shout out to Germany. Jesus. That's right. Shout out to Germany. 
a totalitarian, world-dominating... <laughs> Motherfuckers. Nah. <laughs> but, but everyone gets a Mercedes, so, hey. Hey, it's, hey look. It's a square, it's a square as, deal as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. Look, as much as... The uh, car I've ever owned was a Mercedes. Well, speaking... Yeah, exactly. Shout-outs to Chris, by the way. And this, the, yes, I'm mentioning AMBS, who's half German himself. Allegedly. Allegedly. He's half Irish, half German. He's pretty well, proud of his German it. heritage, believe me. I think he's I more think proud he's of his German stuff. heritage than he's Irish. Sorry? Oh, yeah. He's always going on about the German stuff. Because, of course, what the, what the Irish can't even take over Ireland. What are you talking about? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true in many ways. <laughs> oh, man. So, shout out to the Germans. Friggin' Deutsch. Seriously. But anyway, let's move on to some wrestling. I'm sure the people didn't tune in to listen to politics or about the German. Imperium is a segue. Oh, very nicely played, except we're not covering NXT, though. Oh, uh, sorry, forget. You know what? Edit all that. Sorry. Sorry, Germany. No, 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 no. Okay, come on. I mean, geez. But we we, we just begin with SmackDown as... Uh, What's going on with my phone? It's deciding not to load suddenly. Well, thank you, Apple. You Who prick. are you talking to anyway on the phone? Nah, my phone's gone. Uh, I don't know if it's my internet. You have like a whole studio there of like radio station quality equipment and you're worried about your phone. Yeah, I'm using an old phone right now. I mean, I've got an iPhone 12, but um, uh-huh. that's currently charging. Well, I, and I, I, I see about six burners on it. <laughs> Yeah, if only. But this freaking thing... Maybe I should use my actual iPhone 12. Here we go. Now it's appearing. Man, this phone's fucking silly. What, what, what do you need the phone for? Is, is, is this where you get your exciting copy that you read about the SmackDown? So I know what's like the matches all in order. and you know, So I can read promos at the very least. They but like four matches on SmackDown. Was there four matches? There was more than that. I think, but um, no, let's let's find out. Well, we, you know, we, let's talk about Friday Night SmackDown coming from San Antonio, Texas, at the AT&T Center. And uh, I just want to point out: Did you notice that crowd was it was pretty packed, dude? Yeah. Like, well, Drew Yari was there. There was a there was, oh, was a legit celebrity there. So <laughs> Drew Yari was there, and people came out to see him. Shout out to Drew Yari. The Dr- but, the Yari Army. The <laughs> the Yari Army. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I've heard it all. But like comparing it to Raw, apparently Raw was Top City. And over here it seemed like a full house. I mean, I didn't really see, and they were making it an they were making an effort to show everybody, to show the WWE universe that they had a lot of fans in the house. I mean, when I was coming back from commercials, did you notice the camera just st- sitting on the on the fans, I don't know if you if you noticed I that, but noticed that. I I'm in the last few years I've been very attuned to looking at how, how crowded a building is and what sections are are tarped off or not shown or blackened out. <laughs> so I was very yes, very attuned. I was impressed. Good job, good job, San Antonio, because it's it's you know not. I mean, Texas is a huge state, and San Antonio oh, is sure. a big city, but it's it's a one major league team city. I mean, it's San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> Right, exactly right. Um, but there's no hockey team, there's no baseball team, there's no football team. It's you know, it's not like Dallas or Houston. Um, and there's probably you know six or seven other uh, cities in you know 
in Texas that are bigger than San Antonio. They're probably just too close to Dallas or Houston. Um, but yeah, good job, San Antonio. Yeah, it was a good crowd. Well, it, I haven't been to San Antonio, but from what I hear, it is one of the most underrated cities on the planet. I mean, it looks beautiful from what I've seen. You know, it's just Texas gets really, really hot. Yeah, well, it is It is Texas. I mean, it, but it sounds like it's really, really hot where you are also. So maybe... It, well, yeah, could... I'd be used to it, I think. Yeah, I would probably be more of a Dallas type or maybe like on the Gulf Coast. You know what? Dallas is one of the fastest growing cities apparently right now. A lot of people are moving there. Well, Houston I don't is like... too. I've been to Dallas a few times and it's not my favorite city, but I think I, I hear that I would like both Austin and Fort Worth. So, you know. Uh, well, you are in, in Maryland. So, I mean, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm very hip. Very hip. Actually, I could see that with you, Jeff. So, yeah. let's get into the show proper. SmackDown opens up with a recap of last week's episode with Sami Zayn winning the Black Friday battle, Royal to earn a WWE Universal Championship match. And Kayla, Bra- and Kayla Braxton announcing that Brock Lesnar's suspension has been lifted and Michael Cole and Pat McAfee were on commentary. So we start with Brock Lesnar making his entrance. The Beast is back, Cole said. Cole added that Lesnar paid a $1 million fine and now his suspension has been lifted. Lesnar smiled once he was inside the ring and soaked up the crowd cheers. Lesnar said he was there for one reason, Jeff, only for the WWE Universal Championship. Good. But, yeah. Well, then we get Sami Zayn's music hitting, interrupting Lesnar. Zayn came out and spoke of how his and Lesnar's careers have been so parallel, <laughs> minus WrestleMania main events and UFC championships. Zayn That's inter- right, kid. <laughs> well, what Zayn- are they? Are, are they like two years apart? Uh, yeah, you know what? Brock Lesnar's not as old as people think he is. He, I think I'm, he's like 42, right? 42, like right. Zayn- Sami Zayn's got to be near 40. Yeah, if not 40 by now. I mean, I'm 39. I'm pretty sure he's a year or two older than me. He's no younger than 39. Because I, I confirmed at some point he was 39. How long ago that was, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but he's he's no younger than 39. So he's, a, he's you know... He's either near 40 or above, but they're, they're like two years apart. And Brock Lesnar called him kid about 40. Oh, no, that was so like stressing me out when he was saying that, believe, believe it or not. And uh, well, the best part is he's, he's like, he's like, who the hell are you? <laughs> you know what I do love about this segment and the interaction? I actually think these two can be close friends in many ways. I mean, they seem to like each other's presence. I don't know. No. I just felt like Brock was enjoying himself with Sammy. I think he was too. And I think that Brock truly has no idea who Sammy is. And I think that <laughs> once Sammy said that we're both Canadians, Brock pointed out, yeah, you're Canadian like a guy from Long Island is like a rancher <laughs> from Anna. Right. Like, I, I eat and kill things and rip things open with my bare hands and eat raw elk anytime I choose in Saskatchewan. And you protest things and support communism in Vancouver. Shut up, Dick. Oh, well, isn't it fitting that we actually start off the show with the German? I mean, Brock Lesnar, Lesnar the name is very German, is it not? It certainly sounds it, yeah. And he actually looks like like some sort of German super soldier, you know what I mean? Like He does look like a war god. 
Absolutely, man. Like, like if he's like if he's leading the charge, I'm like, just name the country after yourself. It's fine. Brockland, it's fine. Lesnaria. <laughs> Lesnaria. Lesnaria. Oh but no. It'd be like it'd be like the first Superman. Otisburg. <laughs> Small little town. Oh god. Well, Zane enters the ring and said they are both Canadian alpha males, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Alpha males. Lesnar said he was confused and said he didn't have the slightest idea who Zane was, as you were alluding to. Pardon my ignorance, you're a fan, Lesnar said. He he intimidated Zane by saying he haunts, I mean, he hunts, kills, and eats things in Saskatchewan, Canada. <laughs> and Zane referred to him as the elder statesman of SmackDown and boasted that he's the number one contender to the WWE Universal Championship. Lesnar laughs at the idea of Zayn becoming the number one contender while he was suspended. Well, yeah, I mean, as did I. Zayn spoke of facing Roman Reigns. Zayn the- sucks. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you just Always totally, has. You totally threw me off. Zayn spoke of facing Roman Reigns at WWE Day 1 pay-per-view and said he would good roll manager. out. Like Adam Cole, he'd make a good manager. He would. I actually would. That's a great idea. I mean... Why haven't they even tried that yet, right? I mean, mm-hmm. seriously. <laughs> Shout-outs to Minnie Mac. Or was it Bruce Pritchard? That people thought. think that Sami Zayn is, is a wrestler. I mean, he looks like the dudes who ride their bicycles on the side of the road but are never far enough on the side of All the right. road that they don't feel like beeping them. Well, <laughs> do you want me to be completely honest? Do you know what Sami Zayn really looks like? And I hate to say it. I hope I don't get heat for this. Yeah, he looks like the Wish version of Seth Rollins. Well... He actually looks like uh, uh, a jihadi in many ways, the way he's dressed. Well, I mean, that was going a little bit far. I mean, I'm being serious. I mean, seriously. All right, well, all right, well we're tied one for one both on the German <laughs> Olympics. Now you're ahead on the on the jihadi. Uh, oh, shit. I mean, come on, know, I'm not trying to be stereotyping uh, or anything like that. But I mean, it's more like Cuban sort of Che Guevara. Yeah, that too. That too. Here. I mean, that's what he's. But that's the look he's going for. I mean, is he really going for that though? Like, <laughs> he's not like wearing a kafia and like a suicide bell vest or anything. <laughs> he's not carrying oh, around AK forty sevens. If only. I'm telling you, because you know, the more you look at him, he actually does look very Arab. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yes, he he's got red hair. He actually does. Believe it or not, I've known a lot of Syrians growing up that actually Have had you? red hair. Really? Really. It are seems they, to be are, a they, are they from Khazaria? Uh, Were they part of the Giants? <laughs> oh, well, apparently they had red hair too. They've populated Syria, obviously. <laughs> hey, I actually believe there was Giants back in the day. I mean, there's some sort of evidence, apparently. If you believe it. What do you mean were? Explain almost to me. And, and uh, Well, yeah. <laughs> Commander Aziz and Skanky. <laughs> well, when I say giant, I'm talking about the nine foot, nine to 12 feet range over here. You know what I mean? All right. So uh, the three guys I just mentioned are just underachieving giants. Yeah, they want to be giants. They're just, you know, below the giant. But to us, they're definitely giants. Sure. <laughs> Well, anyway, speaking of Giants, Lesnar laughed at the idea of Zayn becoming the number one contender. While you know where there's a lot of talk about Giants? On, on this great podcast called Garden oh. of Doom and also oh. the Nephilim Anthropology Conference, of which Garden of <laughs> Doom is closely affiliated with. I wonder who hosts Garden of Doom. Do you know? I don't know, but I hear he's very cool and a great dancer and 
quite a ladies man. <laughs> He's definitely a ladies man. <laughs> yes. Excellent shot also. Uh, great little basically, plug like, there. Basically like Hawkeye, but with all weapons. Oh, interesting. Like the, like the Taskmaster, but <laughs> handsome. But not 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 the Kevin Sullivan variety, right? No, 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 no. The, 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 like, but like with young Brad Pitt's face. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, Zayn spoke of facing Roman Reigns at WWE Day One pay per view and said he would roll out the red carpet for Lesnar afterwards. Lesnar asked why Zayn would wait until Day One when he could have the match tonight. Zayn goes Good on point. to well, that's true. Zayn smart goes on man. to say, very smart. He didn't want to do it in Texas and came up with other excuses. Lesnar presumed him to take the match. Zayn thanked Lesnar for the advice. Presumed, is that the word? Presumed? That was, oh no, sorry. Pretty sure uh, you mean pressured. Pressured, pressured. Sorry, yeah. I don't know why I saw presumed, but it's pressured. You're right. Um, I guess I'm, I'm, not even, to... I'm not even, uh, I'm not even living in your head. Maybe I'm living in your head, Renfrey. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, who knows? But Lesnar goes on to tell Zayn he would be right by his side as Zayn left the ring. I love this segment, dude. It was great. I, I, I had a smile on my face the entire time. And it, I mean, a few things about it were entertaining in and of itself, but a few things weren't that I, you know, made myself, you know, giggle about. One was, this is the most we've heard Brock Lesnar talk. I, I don't mean that one time. I mean, in the aggregate. Like, I don't think, I don't think, in the aggregate of every word he's ever spoken on WWE TV, he's spoken th this much, in, in, period. The other thing was I was thinking, like, his voice really doesn't match his body. Yeah. And I was thinking the whole time, that's the voice that wooed Sable. Oh, God. I mean, well, it, it clearly did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it clearly did. God, you know what? God not still together after all these years. Apparently they were on the rocks at one stage though, not too long ago, like recently. But marriage is hard, Jimmy. Oh well, believe me, it I've been. It takes work in everybody's life. A little bit of rain must fall, even <laughs> yours. Well, I've been with mine for nearly twenty years, so I totally get I it. Know. Believe me. Well, she she tells me that you guys were on the rocks lots of times. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean by that, actually, Jeff? None of your business. Ask her. <laughs> I don't know how to take that one, but I don't know if you can hear the background. Can you hear this? kid in the back and going he no i i i hear d going he's the worst boyfriend ever <laughs> where is she is she even still here she is here but um yeah man this kid See, i just heard her say he doesn't even notice me <laughs> oh she says that a lot actually i know Believe she's dancing around the lingerie <laughs> right now i wish but but she's not yeah, unfortunately right, jimmy the still there <laughs> <right>? <laughs> You two go on with your Greek cells. Well, she, she's Italian, so... Well, then again. You two go on with your Mediterranean cells. <laughs> she's from northern Italy, though, so... But for the love of fucking God, just work with me here. Well, half, half, half of her is, is northern Italian. But anyway... Does she have German? No, thank God, but... Uh, I don't know. What? What are you pointing, D? Say it. What is it? Not what? what? What does that mean? <laughs> this is great radio. Yeah, absolutely. It is smack talk, ladies and gentlemen. So th this this happens for whatever reason. When we do smack talk, we mm. talk a lot of smack. But yeah, uh, probably I'm probably the, I'm probably the problem. No, I like that you bring a different side. See, everyone that I do a show with, I'm mm -hmm. pretty different depending on who I'm doing a show with. Obviously, right? 
you bring mm-hmm. this different side of me that mm-hmm. others can't really bring out. And I kind of like that. You know what I mean? But uh, anyway, let's get back to the show. Backstage, Zayn told Sonya Deville that he put his foot in his mouth when he said he wanted his title match tonight. Lesnar showed up and Zayn quickly changed his tune. Uh, Deville agreed to the match. Lesnar then asked if that means he can face the winner at WWE Day 1. Deville approved. Lesnar high-fived the nervous Zayn. Even this little interaction I, I felt was was pretty cool, pretty funny. It was great. It, it was great. And somehow the camera work made Brock Lesnar look four times the size of Sami Zayn. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. And there was a great shot I saw like online, probably on Facebook. There was a, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was on Facebook because it's kind of gone viral. You know, the, the picture of uh, Lesnar sort of having his hand around Zayn. You've probably sure. seen it all over Facebook today. <laughs> that is the perfect shot because if you look at their faces, like really, they truly look like. They're happy to be in each other's presence. You know what I'm saying? Zane does the promo and the face stuff good. He's he's a, he's a great character. He just doesn't look like a professional wrestler. That's all. He doesn't, but he gets it though. He totally he gets does. it. And and there's and there's a role for that, and that's called a manager. Yeah, or, but or, he's or such jobber. A... Well, geez, Jeff, to be harsh, look. <laughs> He's a great worker, dude. You can't you can't deny that. And when I say worker, I'm talking about all round. Oh boy! Wow! Oh, wow! Ooh, was that boring? Oh, wow. You didn't. Just, you're an asshole. Straight up. Look, I'm a Sammy fan. I'm a Generico fan. Heck, maybe he's a little generic. But uh, there's a reason that joke worked for like still for 20 years. Oh, don't you worry, Jeff. We will get El Generico back once again. But I don't know if we spoke about this on the bluff because me and Jago were talking about this off the air, which was funny because we we're writing a plot how Sami Zayn could debut in AEW, right? Yeah. No, uh, you didn't talk about it on the bluff, but I have a great idea. What I think he should do is he should be backstage stealing all the luchador masks. Uh-huh. Well, he should paint Danhausen's <laughs> face on it, uh, but make it look like either Darby Allen's face or Sting's face, but it's uh-huh. really Danhausen's face, and that's how he should debut and confuse them all. And then he should be in a tag team with Danhausen, and they and they should and they should go to war with the best friends and win everything. Oh man, I wonder where you got that from, Jeff. They should steal Wheeler Yuta from the best friends. Oh friends no, he's ready to come back. That's what you call generic, my friend. <laughs> that right. that that right there. I don't even know how and why he's a professional wrestler. And, you and they should kidnap. They should kidnap Rocky Romero because that that guy. That's a he's a needle mover. Oh God. Well, hey, you know what's a needle mover? Mm-hmm. Chico El Luchador, which is Rocky Romero's alter ego. That is a that's a needle mover. Believe me. Wow, that sounds that would really move the needle on being the elite. Uh, he, well yeah he's actually on <laughs> being the elite a lot anyway right. let's move on to uh match number one between sasha banks and Shayna baszler i actually like this match although i've got a gripe with sasha banks mm-hmm. i think well, she's well, overrated you know, dude I've, I've said this on the blow off but i truly think she's overrated well when she was lying there spread eagle with there wasn't enough camel toe for you is, is, is that your gripe well <laughs> that can be a gripe but is it just me but has she put on a little bit of weight no she's great she's fabulous she's no no terrific. she's great i love man no she's great 
But I actually think she's some, a little thin. She was a lot more thinner, I think, man. Borderline no, anorexic at no. one stage, I think. No, no, I, th I think she used to be muscular. I think she's thinner now because of her her acting career, because the, the, that camera puts weight on you. Right. And, and so I think that, that she is purposely thinner for her Mandalorian and beyond career. But no, I, I think she was great. I agree. I thought this was a good match. I liked the way it ended. And I know that there's this there's a, there's a population out there that thinks Shayna Baszler should be doing more because she's a great wrestler. But I can agree with that. Yeah, but this is WWE. She's 40 and she's ugly. Let, let's call a spade a spade. Uh -huh. There's nothing sexy about her. No, no way. Yeah. There you go. Oh, sorry. And maybe they'll give her the title for like 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 a three and a half month period at some point. I hope so. I look looks aside, she's a great worker, man. She looks legit. Yes, there's she's if they wanted she's that kind of if they wanted that kind of worker. First of all, they have a young one who's hot in Ivy Nile. Uh, second of all, they wouldn't have gotten rid of Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir. Uh, thirdly, they wouldn't have gotten rid of Deanna Perrazzo if they wanted that style of women's wrestler to be, you know, uh, on the top of the card. Right, but Shayna Baszler legitly looks kick-ass, though. Like, as in she'll she, whoop. She, she, she does look kick-ass. She also looks like someone's like, Ugh. Oh, no, definitely. <laughs> you get that vibe, too. But you know what? Like if she walked into like a, a crowded restaurant or any any crowded building, I was I, I would move out of the way. Oof, yeah, Absolutely. so would I. I would not. I wouldn't touch her. But it's it's this is show business. It, it's, it's show business. That's right. And there's a place for people like that. Hey, yeah, but she doesn't lean into it. like if she got like the haircut like Ruby Riot. I'm sorry, Ruby oh, Soho or, oh, yes. or like Ripley has, and like got into like this whole goth thing. If that was the thing, that would work. Uh. But she doesn't. Nah, like she doesn't, she doesn't lean into that at all. So it, you know, she she doesn't work with what she's got. Anyway, she, yes, she's a very good wrestler, and she's definitely legit, and she definitely looks legit. But uh, but Sasha's one of their four top stars. No, oh, definitely, man. I mean, I just feel like there's just something off. The only thing I didn't like about Sasha, and and I'm going, I'm comparing it to the whole show. Why I call her a little overrated, and when I say overrated, I'm not talking about her gimmick or or any of that. I'm talking about her in-ring work is a little overrated. When you watch that match, you can tell she's thinking too much before she, she does a move, and then it comes across like slow and just like someone oh, like so a when green a man does it it's cerebral and methodical, but when a woman no, does no, it, no, no, no. slow, I get it. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Oh. How can I explain this? You know, like a green wrestler, right? Mm -hmm. Someone that's green. You know how they just, you can tell they're thinking, they're, they're thinking, they're overthinking. They're you mean Jungle move. Boy constantly? Yeah. Jungle, or Luchasaurus is one of those guys too. Very awkward thinking. He's thinking, he's overthinking his next move and it looks obvious. So to me, Sasha Banks was kind of coming across like that on SmackDown to me. I don't know why I was seeing that, but that's what it felt like. But whereas you, when you watch other matches, like for example, and we'll get into it, Cesaro and Sheamus, those two brutes were just going at it. There's no thinking. They're just hitting each other. You know what I'm saying? Those two, I mean, they, they worked together for like five years. Right. But most of the matches in and, WWE... And I, and I know there's somewhere going, they both been WWE for more than... 10 years no, i mean literally together like a program together in the bar and whatever so they know each other you know thick and thin i don't know i, I don't i don't really see it. i i feel that like 
almost everyone in WWE sort of works that slow thinking style, which is on purpose so they they hurt themselves less. Well, it doesn't look good when it, when it when you can see it. Like to me, Banks was counting one, two, three, jump, one, two, three. I'm gonna go to the corner. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's just I, how I, I felt though. I don't. I mean, I, I I felt the same way during the main event of Rampage. Like when Pac was, you know, climbing oh, up definitely. the top, and you can see him turning for people to get in position. It was extra obvious because the the eye patch he's wearing oh. um, to, to do the, the the dive where you know they've got to catch them. But um, yeah, the oh, quails oh. where they're sitting like quails. In other words, like right? Quails, right. Yeah. That's right. Not quails at all. Um, <laughs> But I, you know, I'll look for it in the future. But no, I, I didn't really notice that. I mean, I didn't think it was the smoothest match I've ever seen her in. She's been, you know, she, but she's had matches with Bailey and and Bianca that was certainly better. But this was right. not supposed to be. It was, it was just supposed to be a top. It was supposed to be a challenge. But she was supposed to win because the story is Sasha right now, and and. The story is mostly Sasha, probably will be for the next five years, but the story isn't Shayna now, so I don't know why anyone was expecting her to win. Shayna's not in a story now. Yeah, yeah, true, but she looks thing to us. The closest thing to a story she's in is is Sonya Deville's henchman, which has nothing to do with Sasha. It's got to do with Naomi. I wonder why so they Shana's paid look, Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm just it, saying. Uh, nothing uh, wrong with that, but I'm just no, saying. You know what's nice about Greek? Greece What's that? What? The, I know yeah, what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, see, here we go. Ding, ding, ding. I just think it's a nice island. Well, what? yeah. You want to know another interesting fact about yes. Greece? And I hate uh -huh. to admit this because my dad's actually from this island. Uh -huh. It's not too far from Lesbos either. Uh -huh. But have you heard of the island of Samos? Of course. Well, that's where my dad was born, right? Mm -hmm. Well, think opposite of Lesbos. Apparently, that's where... The first male kind. The first. The f sure Apparently. The I don't first. know how they figured that one out, but... I, I can assure you, however they figured out, it it was flawed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they come up with that shit. I mean, look at Greeks. I just want to say, what what's the most common thing everybody gives a shit about? Um, the gyros should be pronounced gyros instead of euros. Uh, no, it should be the other way around, actually. It's technically euros... And I so hate it, when people say the gyro. Euro starts with an EU. Actually, starts with a Y. No, Euro. Like the uh, Euro. The, the, the all right, all right, smartass Lipman. You want to know Euro, another interesting? Do you know the where continent? the name? Well, do you know where the name Europe actually comes from? Sure, the, from the rock band. <laughs> I'm not talking about the final countdown, but I'm talking about legitly. Do you know where Europe actually is from? Like where they got the term I, Europe? I know where it's not from. It didn't come from Europeans because it was called Christendom. Well, it was actually a city in Greece. Did you know yeah. that? And also, I'll give you one more interesting fact since we're on that subject. Mm -hmm. Naples in Italy. Do you know mm -hmm. where they got their name from? Nipples. <laughs> well, you're right, Nana. There's actually the real Naples is actually in Greece. And that's where they got the name from. That's true also, story. Well, it's a shame that Greece has been lapped by Italy with Naples and Western Florida with Naples. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hold on. What about, hold on to your cities. What about the Canadians? I mean, is Athens, Georgia ahead of Athens, Greece now? 
well, Athens, Georgia, technically is called Athens because of Athens in Greece. That's that's no true. kidding. Wow, Indianapolis. Wow, you're gonna you're gonna tell me Minneapolis, that Paris, Texas is named after Paris, France. <laughs> no, wow. Are you trying to tell me that New York is 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 not named after Old York? <laughs> well, York, Old York in the UK is where New York got its name from. But oh. there you go. See, I'm smarter is, than the average bear, boo boo. You really are an Australian bear at that. <laughs> are you calling me dumb? Because <laughs> I'm Australian. That there you go. You just got another point for the racist Olympics, Jeff. How is a bear racist? <laughs> a bear? It's not even a human. Oh, God. Anyway, let's move right along, and we'll get to the medal count <laughs> one of these days. But anyway, mm. um, where you know were where we? medals come from? The Olympics, and that was Greece. Hey, right? Did you know? Did Don't you get know me that? started, Jeff. Don't get me mm -hmm. started. Because it's mm -hmm. all Greek to me, believe me. When I get on one of those tangents... I know, Samos. <laughs> it's a nice island, by the way. Yeah, actually, there's a restaurant in Baltimore called Samos's. They have great pizza. Oh, really? really? They only take hash. <laughs> pizza. I wonder why. <laughs> are, you, are you calling Greeks shifty? <laughs> Just any place that only takes cash is money laundering. That's all anybody needs to know. <laughs> Hey, you know Baltimore's got a large fucking Greek community, right? Yes, I'm aware. That's why they call it Greek town. Um, right, absolutely. But, but no, I mean, listen, everybody ha lives near several shopping centers where there's a Chinese takeout place that nobody ever gets food from. And when they do, they're like, never going there again. Yet it's been in there their entire lives. It's been there for four generations. Those are all money laundering places. <laughs> Well, we're definitely talking the smack tonight, that's for sure. But uh, back, to, I like it. You know what makes this show different tonight? Me? Well, not just the fact that you're on, but how we're talking, we're talking wrestling, but in between talking segments, we're talking mm -hmm. about actual things around the world, which is quite funny. But, but anyway, backstage, we get another little segment with DeVille, informing Adam Pearce by FaceTime about a decision regarding the WWE Universal Championship match. Pearce was tough to make out, but he said something about upper management not liking the show, disrupted, and told her to remember the Alamo. Right, because they're in San Antonio and, right. and the Alamo. Uh, what he doesn't remember about the Alamo is that like the Texans lost the Alamo. Uh, yeah. Just bought them time. But anyway... As it turns out, Adam Pierce is just afraid to be in the same building as Brock, and he basically signed off to whatever Sonia's plans were, which is magnificent. Oh, and I forgot to mention that Sasha Banks actually beat Shayna Baszler in nine minutes. Because <laughs> oh, okay. we just, well, I actually didn't announce who won the match, but so I just had to point it that out. It was pretty clear by the conversation, by the context. If, if these idiots didn't get that, those ham and eggers should be listening to a, a show for dumb people. Well, you know. You can't be sure, Jeff. <laughs> Shout-outs to all the listeners. But anyway, Drew McIntyre then enters the room after DeVille hung up the phone. McIntyre wanted to know... This got me this segment, but I'll get to that in a minute. Wanted to know who was responsible for leaving him out of last week's Battle Royal. DeVille blamed Pierce while saying he wasn't there yet. McIntyre pulled out his sword <laughs> and, sure. told, and told DeVille to let Pierce know... That he was looking for him. I mean, they need to take that sword away from him. It's Big so time. <laughs> Please. So stupid. 
And the way he pulled that thing out in front of Deville was almost like he was pulling out his schlong. Let's be honest. You know, you know who the story would be funny? Um, like some, like King Xavier. First of all, he's a king, so he should have a sword. Right, absolutely. He's short. So, yeah. I mean, having a five and a half foot sword is hysterical. It's a great yeah. visual. And I know that he's a face right now, but, you know, like someone like a, like someone like Orange Cassidy or Pac should have like a, a huh. sword. Like uh, Drew McIntyre is six foot five. He shouldn't need any accoutrement to make himself <laughs> intimidating. Maybe he's referring to the size of his sword in his pants. Or the opposite. Or the opposite. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's for, for everybody to figure out. I don't know, Drew, if you want to defend yourself, you're always welcome on any PWC show that I'm a part of. Absolutely. <laughs> that you're a part of, eh? Well, speaking of Happy Jeffs, we get Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss making their way for a Happy Talk segment, Jeff. So bad. How bad was this fucking shit? There's nothing happy. I mean, I've never been happier to see Drew McIntyre <laughs> and Jeff Hardy in my life than, than this. Oh, God. This, uh, I mean, this this Corbin Madcap thing is awful, and I don't know. I just I just feel like this is is the down point of SmackDown each and every week. Though I'm loath to say that because there was that ten woman match last week uh, or two weeks ago, which was like one of the worst matches I've ever seen. Um, yeah, terrible. It's just, I I don't know how many different ways to say terrible, but. It's terrible. Well, let's get into let's get into it even deeper about this terrible segment. Corbin and Moss sat in a ring that was covered in the Happy Talk set. Corbin said it was a hilarious prank when he eliminated Moss last week. Moss looked upset for a moment, then laughed about it. Corbin then says it wasn't funny for everyone because Jeff Hardy has lost so many brain cells, which made me roll my eyes and laugh at the same time that he forgot Sami Zayn was not eliminated. Moss then told cornball, uh, cornball jokes about Hardy and Drew McIntyre. And then what do you know, Drew McIntyre then makes his entrance, which stopped the hyenas from laughing. Corman directed Moss to cut off McIntyre, who then used his sword to point. He was pointing, hyenas Jeff. Hyenas from laughing? The hyenas. 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 Did, you, did you, do you write your own copy? <laughs> I didn't write that. Who writes this? Is this D? It was D. Is this A-Track? Was... Is, <laughs> Is this his work? <laughs> I know it's not Jargo. He would never oh, write this shit. Yeah. And it's definitely not Ams. <laughs> it's definitely not Ams. But, uh, no, look, I, I shouldn't throw this, this uh, dirt sheet under the bus. I'm just reading the segments, yeah? So people understand you know, you, what the you're segment allowed was. to skip certain things. We can just go. I have segment. been. Okay, well, good. Let's let's wrap it up. I, this sucks. No one, no one was entertained with it on TV. There's nothing we can do to make it entertaining. Come on, saying that he lost a few brain cells is kind of funny, though. Okay, now we've said it twice. <laughs> so good. Haha. Well, see, to me, this whole segment was so pointless. Even with McIntyre coming out, the one thing I noticed about McIntyre, fuck, does he look good right now? The, the only thing I got out of this segment is when Jeff Hardy was trying to do like the, 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 that dance. What's that game? That, that can't. Oh, the fucking, the Fortnite dance the, he was doing. Fortnite dance. Like he, he has no rhythm. He can only do his one dance. Like that's yeah. the only dance he can do. <laughs> and he, and he, and he, even though he thinks he's a great singer, he really sucks. No, he sucks. 
But like every <laughs> six-year-old can do that dance better than he can. That's what it's for, Jeff. Six-year-old. I understand, but this is terrible. Like it's like his whole entrance is he comes out, he dances like he's a rock guy. He does the dance. He's no rhythm. He can only literally do that that one move for, for twenty years. He's been fooling us. His rhythm. Jeff Hardy has no rhythm. He can just do the this thing. <laughs> oh boy, Jeff, you're on fire tonight, man. I'll, I'll give you that. You saw, you noticed one thing that you, you you noticed like that that Samoa Sean thing that the Drew McIntyre looks really really good to you, really really hot to you, and oh. I know that Jeff Hardy can't dance. Oh wow! What is Samoan? <laughs> is that what you call yourselves on the land, Samoan? Samian, Samian, Jeff, Samians. not Samoan, whatever so, the fuck you say. <laughs> so is it Homo Samians? Oh. <laughs> boy, am I throwing myself under the bus? I anyway, am just asking questions here. Do you I'll, have buses there, or is it is it donkeys only? Wait, yeah. are you talking about Greece or Australia? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Australia. <laughs> No, I, I know in Australia that, that you have some buses. Actually, I, I know you do in Greece too, because I've been to both places. Oh, interesting. And, and I've been on buses in both places, as a matter of fact. I'm sure the buses in Greece were pretty crap, though. No, no, it was a tour bus. So it was great. We did a whole, we took from, from Athens right through the, uh, the uh, Isthmus of Corinth, and we did the tour of the Peloponnese. Oh, that's nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's something you know everybody what, must do. Do you know what my tour guide's name was? Tassos. No, her name was Poopy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, no, she, Poppy, Poppy, it's Poppy. No, 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 it was Poopy, and she goes, oh, well, so she pronounced it Poopy. She goes, she goes, it's not, it doesn't mean the same thing in Greece as it does in, <laughs> in English. I know that. Oh, well, there's another medal for Jeff in the racist in the racist Olympics. <laughs> How do you know she doesn't sound just like that? You can't prove that well, was racist. Olympics. I can do a Greek accent, all right, and I, I'm allowed to. Maybe her accent's different than yours. Listen here, Jeff. Don't be malaka, eh? <laughs> All right. Don't be malaka, eh? <laughs> now I'm a Canadian fucking Greek from Greece. My brother's wife has been taken by somebody who <laughs> likes her and she likes him better. So all the kings, you must honor your oath and we must invade Turkey and be there for Turkey, Turkey. Because she's no longer being raped by my brother and now she's hey, in a happy, hey, hey, relationship. Hey, hey, hey. Settle down there, Lippman, all right? Settle down. Oh, I, just, I was just, <laughs> that's from the Iliad. I mean, it's like it's like Homer verbatim. Well, first of all, you sounded more Russian then. It's like I was waiting for like Dolph Lundgren to go, I break you. I must break you. <laughs> I must break you. Anyway, speaking of breaking, <laughs> speaking of breaking, uh, we get volume three of Zaya Lee comic book style vignette. And can I mention before we continue? Sure. I could have sworn she spoke better English than what we were hearing during the vignette. I don't know. I, I've I've never heard her speak better English, but I liked her much better as a killer heel. Isn't she born in the states? I don't think so. I, th I think she's I think she's Chinese. Legit. Yeah, I, I think she's from China. Boa too. Which is, yeah, I know Bowie is. is. I, know, I, know, I know he is, but... Which is why they will never be released unless until China actually, you know, takes over Taiwan and we have World War Three. Then they'll be... <laughs> then the first thing WWE will do will be to release Boa. Oh, for sure. 100%. 100%. Mm -hmm. 
But until but, then, until while there's still a chance to get the WWE Network and a tour in China, those two are staying under contract. Oh, dude, that's money for WWE. If they can pull that off, I'm telling you that that is absolute money. I mean, it'll, the roster might be Roman Reigns, <laughs> Randy Orton, <laughs> Charlotte Flair, Kofi Kingston, and one of the Usos. And Bowen's Eileen. That'll be the entire roast. Well, somehow also Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziegler, of course. That'll be the entire WWE roster. But Boa and Zayali will be on there as long as China is a potential market. And you, can, you can take that one to the bank. People. Absolutely. And John Cena bank, becomes... Bank of Beijing. <laughs> there you go. And you can bet any... You can bet your, your, your dollar that John Cena would become the modern-day Sergeant Slaughter joining colonel mustafa and general adnan and going against america where he represents xi jinping well you want to hear something true and weird what's that i mean and this can tell people gives people some idea as to why the entire world is afraid of china except for apparently for the women's tennis association (laughs) yeah i saw that nobody cares about tennis nobody Um, cares and neither does china that's because shang chi the movie (laughs) about a chinese hero has not been aired in China because China is mad about the director of The Eternals, which also has not been shown in China, who in some interview at some point, uh, you know, 10 years ago, whatever, described that her youth in China was terrible. And because of that, neither movie was released in in, uh, China. Now, Shang-Chi still managed to make half a billion dollars, but if it was in China, it would be at a billion dollars. You know what what they teach in China, though, a lot of the times, from what I hear? They actually tell their own people that every other, like, culture was bullshit. It didn't exist. Mm-hmm. The Chinese were always the more superior and and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's what I'm hearing. Even from Chinese friends, apparently, this is what they're doing. Their propaganda is that bad over there that... Or that good. Or that good, right. I'm sure people aren't stupid, but obviously they're afraid to actually stand up to the government. I mean, well, geez. this is nothing new. They did the same thing in the Soviet Union. They do the same. It's exactly right Soviet now. Union in many ways, right? I mean, do you think people in ancient Egypt really thought that the pharaohs were gods? Oh, good question. I mean, do you, do you think people were stupid four thousand years ago? No, I actually don't think that. Even though there's a lot of people that actually think that, I truly believe. As a human race and species, we've gone backwards. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. This, I'm not this, actually this, just saying this, this sounds like an episode of for Garden of Doom, or, or at least CryptoCast. Well, yeah. Well, we seem to be doing a thing now on our shows where even though you think you're listening to professional wrestling, really you're not. You're not. <laughs> and you know what? Because it's WWE programming, you're welcome. That's it. Exactly. You can thank us later. But this is why we're surging up to the 68th position. (laughs) Well, we've gone down, unfortunately, lately, but hopefully we surge again. So we'll see. But uh, back to Zoya Lee in the comments. track black. Damn it. Oh, no. Get your game up. Get it together. (laughs) Track, if you're hearing this, it's not me, bro. Blame Limit, not me. Out. He's the one who's tuned out. That's why we're we're down from seventy to what? What seventy three? Seventy thousand. We dropped to like a seventy thousand. We dropped to one hundred and twenty three. Believe it or not. What's going on here? You need to start loading my shows up more timely. Don't worry, I haven't forgotten about your shows. It's only because I've been loading up 
a lot of other shows. I'm obviously to... inferior content. No, actually, you're going to be the last one added. So, in other words, tomorrow is your day. I'm like the anchor man. There you go. No, because uh, look, I'll get. Don't worry. I'll we'll, talk we'll about be, it we'll off be the back air. Back up to we'll be back up to seventy in no time. Worry not. Worry well, not, little Samosian. Well, well, it must be pretty tight because if like literally you can move up like fifty spots to like move down fifty spots in a matter of I, a day. So I am not surprised by that in the least. Right. Right. Well, speaking of China and Xi Jinping, we do get a John Cena trailer funny enough <laughs> during right. smackdown well, not just not just that but we have to mention that it's a warner brothers product that's advertising on wwe so can we stop with the corporate shill kind of thing if they only cared about AEW, they'd only advertise on AEW stuff i don't remember seeing the peacemaker ad during dynamite or rampage well, apparently it was because I don't remember seeing it either. To be honest with you, I didn't so. see it, but I guarantee. But it was on SmackDown. I guarantee it'll be on Raw, and I guarantee it'll be on Peacock tomorrow. Well, well, well. According to here, the series is listed as starting in January on HBO Max. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. <laughs> anyway, we move to match number two. Can you believe that match number two? It's going to be dope as fuck. I told you there's uh -huh. only four matches this entire show, and that's probably counting Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. And you know what's funny? SmackDown has become one big advertisement like of a show. Like, it really, that's what it is. Well, I looked at it through different eyes this week. I'm not trying to be funny here because there was, I can't remember who it was, but I, it was probably Andrew Zarian, but it was on the Matt Men podcast, I'm pretty sure, that they went to SmackDown and, and he described his experience. And how all of a sudden something clicked. He got it. He 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 understands the difference between a WWE event and, and AEW, but really any other kind of event. And he and he understands. And so I was trying to, I've been trying to watch Raw through those eyes. It's not working. But I've been watching SmackDown through those eyes, and it works 70% of the time. But it really did. Like I was trying to watch it through the eyes of a grandparent, parent, uh -huh. child, grandchild watching the show and trying to be entertained by the live show in that moment uh with just enough to carry you forward like i would never pay tickets to go see a smackdown or a raw ever i would definitely pay to see an nxt card i would definitely pay to see a wwe pay-per-view but there's no way you i would absolutely pay to see a dynamite there's no way i would pay to see a raw smackdown now, to me that's an immense waste of money but if you're a casual or you're you're a family with you know two or three generations you're like what can we all do we'll have a nice we'll get some burgers I would absolutely feel safe taking my kids to a SmackDown on a Friday night and, and having a good time. I mean, part of Raw's problem is that's on Monday night, so ain't no families going out that night. Uh, you're right. I mean, and that's the thing, man. Um, I've been to probably hundreds of WWE events by this point, but... You live in Australia. There haven't even been hundreds of WWE events. Uh, dude, you know, seriously, I don't know if you're aware, but... They do technically tour at least twice a year, man, generally, man. All right, so, so what do they do? Ten shows? Uh, they do quite a few shows, like, while they're here. I mean... Well, they, why, they, don't, why, why don't you Google on your iPhone 12 and see how many shows has WWE done in Australia total ever? All right. Realistically, look, I'll be honest with you, right? I, I can't remember... Like how many events I've actually gone to? Like when you've I when I say three, that, you've been, been to three and a half shows. You've been to three. And well, half shows. I've been to like the shows that matter. I've been to probably six, 
right? Okay. When I say meta, I'm talking about televised and pay-per-views, right? Are you talking about Noah versus Dragon Gate? <laughs> Dragon Gate. Oh, no. Look, I'm actually looking Naruto. forward to that, Jeff. All right. Are you talking about Naruto versus Samurai Jack? <laughs> oh, oh, am I talking about <laughs> Outback Jack versus okay, look, Samurai okay. Jack? Now, the whole world knows I really don't care about Japanese wrestling. However, with with the new variant and with the way Japan reacts to COVID, Which how are they going to feel? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be agnostic on just I'm just going to recognize reality. The way All Japan right. reacts to it is far more extreme than it is. Our, our two continents do. Oh, um, we're pretty extreme the way we were. Too, all right, all right, all right. It's just, just let's, let's just get this. Are they going to be able to have enough people to feel the three night card? Probably like Will Osprey is in the States right now. Like, I, I know that Will Osprey said, I'm going to get to Japan for the G1. Yeah, none of Japan's not letting you in, dude. Right. No, it's true, man. And like we were like, saying on the blog. He What's he going to do? Like, pay a smuggler to smuggle him in? Maybe. He's a sex pig after all, Jeff. Yeah, whatever. That's what he, he says that himself. So, I mean, come on. He's a what? A sex pig. What's, what's, what's a sex pig mean? Ask Will Ospreay. That's what he calls himself. I guess him and Bea Priestley are having good sex. I don't know. They're pigs. Oh, They're oh, sex she's pigs. She's so annoying. Yeah, I know. She's got a butch face, let's be honest. You know she, what I mean? She really does. Yeah. Yeah, she does, man. I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. She looks like the type that would... Anyway, maybe I shouldn't go there. But she looks uh, like a sex pig. Yeah, she does. that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to okay. say literally, like, yeah, she's definitely a sex pig. <laughs> good, okay. good spot. Good spot, Jeff. Speaking of pigs. I mean, that's though, why they're doing Noah versus New Japan. It's not because of any forbidden doors, because they don't have enough people to feel the card. No, no, well, there's truth to that. Definitely. That's exactly what it is. They're panicking. Problem is, why the fuck would you have three nights of fucking Wrestle Kingdom? Don't they always? No. Oh, I, I have no idea that. I don't know the answer to that. I have no this, idea. This two night thing is only like it's start the two night fucking show has started is only a recent sort of thing, like the last two, three years. But now three fucking nights. Come I on. mean have knowing nothing about this, my only guess would be is because they haven't run many live shows in two years, or maybe they thought that it was like time to say thank you to, to the fans who are waiting and give them that extra night, but now they well, can't. Well, get this, Jeff. <laughs> Japan is that extreme with COVID that the fans that do who are allowed to be in attendance for New Japan shows are not allowed to cheer. And if they well, do, under- they get kicked out. My understanding out. is they don't cheer anyway. My understanding is they, they just sit there on their hands and sometimes clap like golf. <laughs> you know what, Jeff? Watch some 80s Japan, especially all Japan. Hold I, on, I hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Not doing that. Hear me out. I promise you, you would fucking love it. All right? I'm telling you now. I've seen Japanese wrestling in the '80s because I've seen because I saw what I would see Terry Gordy go there, right, and Stan right. Hansen and Blackjack Mulligan and the Road Warriors and Doctor Death. I mean, I, I would watch for the big American guys to kill the little Japanese guys, <laughs> and people went crazy about that. Oh shit! Well, did you see how rowdy those crowds were back then, dude? They were friggin' rowdy. Like I'm talking about riot. Mm-hmm. Like, and to think that they've gone from that. To what we see today, like golf, like you said, which is a funny like comparison because it's kind of true. What happened? <laughs> How they go know. from rowdy like that? I mean, crazy. 
to this. But anyway. Maybe, maybe they use all their energy um, masturbating to anime. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's some truth to that too, Jeff. <laughs> there actually is some truth to that. I'm but, sure there is. Anyway, let's move on to match number two. Okay. And speaking of pigs, we get the Viking Raiders <laughs> coming out to the ring. And uh, they face two the sex gods. The, the, Lotha the Koreas. <laughs> no, well, like I say, Lothargicos. But uh, no, look, I love the Gaza cousins. I think mm -hmm. they're great, honestly. Angel Gaza, though, is a freaking star. I love Epico. Oh, God. They're Puerto Ricans, Jeff. Oh, <laughs> these guys are Mexicans, all right. You can't. That's call one for me on the on, on the racist. There's another one. You get I'm gold, back. son. <laughs> you can't call Mexicans Puerto Ricans, dude. Come on, they hate each other's guts. I didn't. I, it was, <laughs> I was going to call them Los Primos because they're cousins, but then Los I thought Primos. That. Primo and Epico. Do you know what a primo is here in in Australia? Oh, there no, I don't. But in Spanish, it means cousin. Right. Well, here it's a drink. Oh, okay. Well, good. Called, is it a good drink? It's a children's drink. It's like it's like orange juice, basically, but like very sugar. Like a kangaroo piss. Yeah, it's pretty much kangaroo piss. All right. Well, good. Yeah. But anyway. So this was a match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> There's not much to say about this match, to be honest, other than I sure knew. Sure there is. That, that, oh, okay, Boogs. Uh, the Rick Boogs and Nakamura, for whatever reason, decide to try to distract the Lotharios with the guitar uh, because they're not a tag team, Nakamura and Boogs, but they're feuding with a tag team. But it backfired. It distracted the Viking Raiders because they're dumb. And uh. they lost the match. And then there was going to be a standoff between the Viking Raiders. And you think they're going to turn heel. But Rick Boogs, quick on his feet, starts playing the Viking Raiders theme on the guitar. And Pat McAfee holds us together because he's so fucking <laughs> he's, and so he's, loving it. he's dancing on the chair. I'm worried <laughs> the chair is going to break. He must he must have like a bionic chair. He must have like that great X chair that they're advertising on all podcasts, including this one. PWC hey. proudly sponsored by the X chair. Get your X chair. <laughs> PWC.com. Uh, and the promo code is homo simosian. Um, oh, nice. So, thanks, folks. Um, and then the then the Viking Raiders decide to stomp on their chests to the to the tune, and Nakamura is doing it offbeat because he's completely offbeat, and they're all friends. Faces stay faces, and four generations of families can cheer and stomp their feet to this. Cool. That was cool. But I'll tell you one thing. I can't help but notice that the uh, the Viking Raiders are modern day bushwhackers. Yeah. But just not as over. Nowhere near is over. Nowhere near is over. Um yeah, I really hope that they sign Shane Taylor promotions. And like, if Absolutely. they keep the Viking Raiders, that's fine. But I mean, it would be an immediate upgrade. To be fair, though, to the Viking Raiders, when they were War Machine pre WWE, that was so much better, man. WWE have made them look like fools, dumb yeah, clowns. But it's, but it's not just that. I mean, yes, I, I, I'm definitely about body image. But in Ring of Honor, those guys both look like they were big jack guys eric rowe that were mean dude yeah but eric eric rowe or whatever his name is uh isn't a big guy he just he just doesn't look big there's nothing physically impressive about him and the other guy just keeps getting fatter yeah that's true he's getting fatter that but and they still can move they can still move though for big dudes man 
Yeah, I know, but they also got both of them got injured because of it. And you know, Vince doesn't like the injury prone people. Absolutely. You know, Knox. Yeah. Yeah. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It's true. You're right. Well, Except for Rey Mysterio, he can do no wrong. Well, that's you know, he's an exception. It's Rey Mysterio. A, let's be fair. He's a legacy, and he also has the the golden ticket of Dominic because that guy's money. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> the golden ticket. Jesus Christ, man. I don't even know why this guy is even on television still. Seriously. I just don't get it. But uh, Los Lotharios win. Honestly, I do know why. It is It is proof that WWE always was a little bit worried about AEW because they would not have cared about signing Rey Mysterio and giving contracts to all of his family <laughs> if, they were, if they didn't want Rey Mysterio to not be on AEW television. Okay, that's cool and all, but then why would they be getting rid of, and I'm not saying it's because they're going to sell, but why are they getting rid of all this high-end talent for AEW just to, like, scoop right up? Well, I mean, AEW is not scooping much of them. Well, right? they're not. I mean, no, they're, they're not. But I'm saying I mean, they can if they want, if they wanted I mean, to, though. I mean, WWE has released about 120 people in the last two years, that's and AEW has probably signed about 15 or 16 of them, which is a lot, but... There's still about a hundred people who have resigned nowhere. Um, I, I think at some point, about a year and a half ago, WWE just completely lost their mind, and they and they just have one of those raffle, you know, wheels, and they just they just put their their hand in there and they say, "Oh, Braun Strowman, should we do?" Oh, the rule is if you pick the name, all right, Braun Strowman's gone. Go this, the Fiend, number one merch seller. We get. The rule, right? <laughs> the rule. Alistair Black, we just resigned his wife. We have a handshake deal with him. Handshakes don't count, but you know what counts? The rules. You picked his name, <laughs> he's gone. So and I, what about Adam Cole? You're forgetting you're forgetting Adam Cole. Oh, well, he didn't want to join the women's division where he belongs. <laughs> and he didn't want to be like part of the the Heenan family 2.0. Instead, we got, you know, we would have had so the Cole better. family. He'd be so much better as a as a manager. Yeah, I think. Look, to be fair, I I know he's only four foot nothing, right? Mm-hmm. The thing about Cole, he's kind of an all rounder, dude. Like he can actually play the role of everything. If he wasn't so short, mm-hmm. he could be such a star, man. But his height really lets him down. It's not his height. It's his, I mean, his body, his his torso. Yeah, is he's absurd. a fat ass. He's a fat ass, literally, dude. His torso is absurd. If he was built like Pack, he, he could do whatever he wanted. He could he'd be a, he'd be a giant star. Yeah, because he's got the gift of gab. And there's no denying that. I mean, seriously, he he does yeah. get it. But yeah, he's he's got a weird body. You put and- Adam Cole's brain into Drew McIntyre's oh. bo- body. You have you have a everybody that dream. Right? No, no, definitely. I agree. I agree one hundred percent, man. Because he does get it. He does have the brains for the business. Excuse Absolutely. me. Excuse me. But um Los Lotharius ended up winning. And I, was the match really one minute and thirty-five seconds? Did it really go that short? Felt much longer. Long. It fucking felt much longer, man. The fact that I'm reading one minute thirty-five, I'm like, no way. I mean, this was probably one of those where you have an entrance, a commercial break, another entrance, and then the commercial break, and then the guitar, and I'm, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, the match number two, one minute, 30 seconds. So, so far, two matches. Uh, what is it? Uh, ten and a half minutes? Great. Well, this this segment that's coming up really cringes me because we get Caleb Braxton interviewing Tony Storm. Yes, Tony Storm. Tony Tupac. 
Thank you. Why the fuck would you uh, call yourself that? Um, um, I don't know. You have good ambitions to go into porn? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I won't lie. When I'm hearing pies and two pies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everyone loves pie. Everybody loves pie. Apparently cream pies are very popular. I like cream pies. <laughs> anyway, um, as we're talking about cream pies, Tony Storm, who said she knows she's the girl who had two pies thrown in her face, she said Flair can try to embarrass her, but she's not afraid of her, Jeff. She, not at all. And it won't stop her from trying to get a title match. Storm goes on to say Flair may have more experience than her over pies. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But she's in Flair's head. More references. Anyway, she said that if Flair doesn't think she's on her level, then she'll prove her wrong. Yeah, Tony Storm sucks. You know what? She doesn't suck, but her talking sucks. First Mm -hmm. of all, yes, I'm Australian. Yes, I've got an Australian accent. But God damn it, I cannot stand that true blue Aussie skipperoo accent. She just comes across like, you know, that, that real Aussie accent, especially on a female, can come across as crybaby. And like, like the Aussie accent kind of sounds crybabyish, even on the males. You know what I mean? Like, AW, I am authorized to offer you Tony Storm and Liv Morgan straight up for Jade Cargill. You know what? I'd consider that trade. That's a bargain trade, as a matter of fact. Right, but, for WWE. Right, but AEW would be dumb enough to be like, oh, Tony Storm and Liv Morgan. That might sour it a little bit, let's be honest. That's true. You got to fool them, you know what I mean? You got to play tricks here, Jeff. I think Mm -hmm. Tony Storm and Liv Morgan is like a facade. Okay. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that will will Mm -hmm. jump at something like that. Oh, Jay Cargill? Hell yeah, that will... TK would be dumb enough to make that trade, believe me. Okay, I will throw in Kaylee Ray and K&K Dance Factory as well. <laughs> okay, now we can talk. <laughs> Five for one. Five for one, why not? Well, anyway, we move on to the Usos making the entrance for, for Jay's single match. Man, I couldn't help but notice, were the freaking Usos over here or what, dude? Yeah, definitely getting a baby face entrance. Um, and I'm so excited to see this new matchup of the Usos against the New Day. Oh, my. I mean, dude, this is what you call new age matchups. I mean, I've never seen any Uso combination against any combination of the New Day, I, I don't think. Yeah, and I love when you do a, a devastating injury angle for someone to be off of TV for two weeks. Right. I mean, don't you know, it's Sir Kofi Kingston, the guy, he heals, man. He heals. I mean, even Cody stays off for four weeks. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. <laughs> and he he's says, Wolverine. He's more than Wolverine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Believe he's me. He's more human than human. That, that's right. He really is, including Brandy. She's a fine girl. What a good wife she would be. <laughs> but my life, my love, my lady is the same. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, anyway, like I said, I couldn't help but notice the crowd were even doing the chant, like, in a heelish way, like, ooh, so, 
Like the way they were doing it, it was Wait, kind of. Can, cool. can you demonstrate a face way to do that? Well, yeah. Think about when they were baby faces. It'd be like, ooh, so, ooh. Wow. That's There's good. your so baby more, face. More of a soprano than a, than a, than a <laughs> alto baritone. Well, it's true though, because this sort of chant is no. kind of a little bit different. You did it. You got it. There Great. you go. Good job. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, got it, we get King Woods making his entrance and spoke on the stage about how the Usos don't like surprises. Well, is, I is, do. Is Nick Aldis mad at him for stealing his jacket? <laughs> Ah, man. I don't know. I'm so on the fence with Woods, dude. First of all, we are talking about pies earlier. I couldn't... I can't help but think that he he put his finger in one too many pies at one stage, if you get my drift. I got nothing but mad respect for that. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, (laughs) there's no hating in that. It's just trying to take him serious is kind of weird. But, um... Speaking of uh, <laughs> fingers yeah, that, that, in that's, pies. That is, that's his biggest point of credibility. <laughs> uh, anyway. Whenever I don't take him seriously, then I remember it. I'm just like, yeah, that's the man. I know, but it always goes through my head. That's the problem. When I look at him, I think of that, and I'm like, damn it. Well, anyway, Woods Battle well, then back. Can, then you can just go back to your Samosian roots and problem solved. It's Samian, not Samosian. I sound like an Indian. Right, homo Samian, I forgot. No. (laughs) Anyway, homo You're an asshole, Jeff, seriously. Duh. Not exactly breaking news there. But do you think people understand what you really mean? Or could you be referring to homo sapien sapien? I don't think that they understand anything I say. No one understands anything (laughs) I say. I mean... When when Viviana, I'm sorry, La Sicaria first met my family, <laughs> like a large, like ten of them, right. and she, and she goes, she said something to him like, sometimes I don't understand what Jeff says, and in unison, all of them at the same time said, none of us do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is this is quite a show, man. I actually love. I'm I'm liking this show a lot. This this is a funny. I, I show. understand that I am the weird link in in in, in most chains. Nah, man, you're not too bad. Come on. You can be well, a bit of a weirdo, but no, nah, I'm I'll, joking. I'm joking. I'll try to be worse. <laughs> well, anyway, we get a match between King Woods and, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention fucking Kofi's back. Yes, after two weeks, like you said, he got a reaction. Woods, no you one really gives a shit the about The audience is stupid because you've got to spell out everything. I mean, I just you have to, about dude. Kofi coming back. If you saw some of the questions we were getting yesterday during the. Yeah, I won't go there during Rampage and uh, <laughs> even during the skirmish. Uh, anyway, shout outs to all our listeners out there. <laughs> yeah, love, love them. Love them all. Absolutely love them all. Big love and small. <laughs> but uh, you notice no one cares about Woods, dude. No one gives a shit. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, it's just old. The whole thing's old. Yeah, and, and they don't know how to reinvent themselves, really. They they think they, they are reinventing themselves, but they're so not reinventing themselves. The only difference is they they love playing cosplay as Power Rangers. And now they have British accents. And that too, right. Yeah. Um, the problem is, one problem is, is that nobody has time to reinvent themselves because they've let go of the entire roster and there's huh. no bench. 
Yeah, yeah, well, that's fair enough too. Because shit, man, if I was working in WB right now, I won't lie, I'd be walking on eggshells. But, but normally that injury angle with Kofi would mean that he's off for three or four months. For whatever reason, he's he asked for time off, he's sick, they want to, you know, they want to freshen him up, whatever it is. WD, it doesn't even care. They're a TV show, they have a cast. And pretty soon we're going to have like a Brady Bunch beginning to it where they're just going to oh, no. show you the cast. Like they had an NWA the first oh, season. Yeah, you show like nah. the, they only had nine people on the card and you showed, they showed everything. <laughs> oh, it's going to be the same way. Uh, and, you know, they just have a cast. It's it's not a roster, it's a cast. Um, and, and that's what it is. And that's not good. They they should they should at least be a baseball team where they've got a, be- a bench that is a cat, you know, that is another team and a half. Which they used to pretty much have. Like, yeah, when you really think about it, the depth was, like, out of this world at one stage in WWE. Sure, I've been there for a while. They were like a, a Division One college team. You field 11 people. You have 103 people on the sideline. But, you know, that that was overkill. But, I mean, if you're going to if you're gonna put 15 people on TV, to have 35 people available is not crazy in, in a thing where – in a form where people get stale, acts get stale, not every act works, and people do get hurt. Oh, absolutely. Facts, dude. No, you you ain't wrong. But uh, I don't know. WWE is a weird place right now. I don't know yeah. what to think. I do still feel like they're really going to sell. Like you said, Nick Khan is... They're not weird if you think about it like a TV show where it's a cast, not a roster. Now, their choices in the cast are <laughs> weird. But, but you, you can... But it's getting... I'm getting close to understanding their logic. I don't have their their casting Whoa. choices. I don't have that. I, that that completely baffles me. Um, but I'll figure it out sooner or later. Sooner or later. <laughs> when you think you got it figured out, Jeff, you realize change the questions. exactly. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Woods beats Jay also by DQ in what do you know? Two minutes. There you go. We're up to 13 and a half minutes of wrestling. Wow. And that's and, and, become a regular thing on SmackDown too, right? The Roman Empire has now become Seth Rollins with J and J Security. <laughs> Shit! I mean, when you think about it, is it Except that far off? Titans. No, it's not far off at all. I mean, and Drew McIntyre and Jeff Hardy are totally going to get those titles probably before WrestleMania. What the tag belt? Yeah. So we got the Mega Powers all over again. <laughs> Modern day Mega Powers. I think that that's an insult to both of the mega powers. I know, it very much is. But, yeah. It's Scotland. It's Scotland and and America. Well, it gets worse (laughs) than that because they're going to feud first with Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. Now, maybe it'll go back to... What a match, Jeff. (laughs) Yeah, maybe then Los Lotharios will get it and they'll actually have tag teams, you know, in the tag team division again. And maybe by then they'll turn the... Usos face again, and then they can do that. that. That would be an interesting feud: the Usos against the Lotharios. I could absolutely, I could dig that. Oh, I could either. I mean, I could too. I mean, why not change it up, WWE? Like you said before, where have we not seen this match? I mean, I know the New Day versus the Usos is a new thing, and it's revolutionary. Literally, when you said where, you're not kidding. In literally every arena <laughs> yeah. they've been in, people have seen every variation of this matchup, including the hundreds of shows you've attended in Australia. All right, maybe not hundreds, all right? But uh, I've, I've attended a lot, though, dude, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Usually I would make it a point not to miss out on it, like really. But 
thanks to COVID, mm-hmm. <laughs> the first time I ever went to a, a professional wrestling event with actual names mm-hmm. uh, was back in 1990. That was my first sort of taste. But uh, yeah, since then, I've pretty much been going just You're about like every year. Old. Yeah. Um, Little Jimmy. Were you yeah. smoking then? No. <laughs> I went with my dad. My dad, I don't know if you know the history of professional wrestling in Australia at all. Do you know? No, of course not. <laughs> oh, let me tell you some interesting facts there, Mr. Lippman, that that maybe you can learn a thing or two off me here right now. I don't okay. know if you know this, but Australia, professional wrestling in Australia was actually one of the biggest territories in the world back in the 50s, 60s, 70s. I don't know if mm-hmm. you realize that. The original... I didn't even know Australia was discovered until 1971. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not that far off that either. But but <laughs> WCW, right? Like, they didn't actually... they just like put it in the map? Like it was on the Frau Moro map by accident, just as a as a counterweight. I, honestly, I, I I'll I'll tell my parents all the time. Or was that like... the Peary map? Which map was it? Was it the Frau Moro or the Peary map? <laughs> I don't know. It's one of them. Okay. But what I wanted to say to you, the original WCW was actually started in Australia. Turner got those letters from uh, from from Barnett because Barnett used to run the Australian territory. We used to have, you know, you name all the stars from those days, from Bruno Sammartino, Dusty Rhodes, Harley Race, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, oh, my God. I don't know why I've Tommy gone Rich. blank. Yeah, Tommy Rich, Ric Flair, Holy Anderson. No, what's the Polish guy? Triple H was uh, Triple H's trainer originally. You got trained by him. Oh, Polish. Nish- yes, that's it. No, no, Killer Kowalski. Killer, Killer Kowalski, Kowalski. Yeah, but that's his real name. Whatever, freaking Kaninsky, whatever, whatever the fuck it was. Killer Kowalski, Spiros Arion. Shout outs to him. True. Uh, you name it, like pretty much a oh, gorilla monsoon, right? And there's our Madison Square Garden for wrestling, right? Was the Sydney Opera House? Yeah, nah, not there. Andre the Giant too, by the way, all the time used to be here. Shout out uh, to Andre. Shout out to Andre. Exactly. Not Peter Andre, but the big Andre, big fella Andre, and uh, basically James. You know, Martin- who, you know who loves the PwC? Sean Studd. Sean Studd. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's loves a stud. Cody he Hall does- too. Both of them, they love it. Oh, God. Anyway, but my point is, uh, it was at one stage, I'm not kidding, Australia was the number two territory at one stage in the world. Seems very economic to run that territory. You don't believe me. Look into the history of it, dude. The original WCW came from here. It was was Barnett, you know. (laughs) Who's Barnett? Uh, What's it called? Is it James Barnett? I'm pretty sure. The I forgot his first name. Um, wait, I'll I'll tell you that in a minute. In like this, yes, WCW was Crockett. I'm talking about before that, yeah. And at, you know Josh Barnett. Josh, not Josh Barnett. That's the fighter. Yeah, no, that's Bloodsport. Yeah, yeah. James Barnett, the promoter. Mm-hmm. You don't know who that is? I don't he's think a, so. He's American. I forgot a lot of things. He's American, one of the biggest promoters like ever in professional wrestling. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter anymore. Well, yeah, he's dead, first of all. And two, he was he was basically another Pat Patterson, shall I say. Okay. And um, he was one of the first openly gay 
you know, in the wrestling, I don't want to call him a wrestler because he wasn't promoter. He was a Samosian. He was, <laughs> he was a Samosian. Yes, apparently. Nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. He could have been so. a lesbian. You get it from this boss? Yes, could have been absolutely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Lesbosian. <laughs> anyway, he used to run territories in the states too, dude. Um, anyway, and yeah. Crockett, Crockett wasn't called WCW yet. It was Crockett Promotions. It's Crockett Promotions. There was Georgia Championship Wrestling. There was right. uh, Coastal WC- Championship Wrestling or Carolina. Right. Well, Turner's WCW is Crockett anyway. That's, you know, the lineage right, is WCW Crockett. WCW and then Turner bought it. I got it. Right, right. And that's when he took the name WCW. Anyway, we already know that history, but... He always could have used the letters WCW in America. What the, the letters in Australia mean nothing here. Uh, well, apparently it did, if you read up on it. And remember, it was an American promoter that started the Australian Territory. Yeah, so I don't know if that means anything. If he had an American trademark, it does. Also, I mean, maybe he was selling merch here. If it was as big as yeah, you're saying. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding, dude. Please look into the history. Cody Rhodes knows about it because when I went to a New Japan I'll ask event, Cody. his dad used to wrestle. Festival Hall is a legendary professional wrestling arena in terms of the of the world. I'm not kidding. If you really look deep into it, the who's who used to wrestle here, and then it went bust, and uh, that was the end of it. And it just never quite. You know, it, it, wrestling was always a big deal here, but it never got back on its feet until, you know, WWF started touring and shit like that. But it, it really killed off the Australian scene, though. Like, our legendary wrestlers, like our equivalent to Bruno Sammartino is Mario Milano. <laughs> I don't mm. know if you've heard of him before. No, I've heard of Outback Jack. Yeah, well, Outback Jack, believe it or not, hardly ever wrestled here, man. No one gave a Tony Degria from New Zealand. <laughs> How silly is that, right? From Auckland, New Zealand. That is the dumbest shit because there is a Tony Degria. Anyway, you wouldn't even find that last name probably in New Zealand. Put it that way. Oh, it's Why? not that. Uh, it's like not the really that Australian mo- name, Samelis. <laughs> well, I told you, Australia is a multicultural country. New Zealand is not that multicultural. It's like five seconds away from you. It is, but believe it or not, there are Greeks, for example, in New Zealand. Okay. But uh, and there's a lot of Indians. When I say Indians, uh-huh. I'm okay. So about- now we're up to the two cultures, and probably the third, which is the 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 other one that you were going to talk about. I was going to say, well, the- well, yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of them. Well, there. well <laughs> New Zealand is what Dutch, Portuguese, or Dutch? Dutch, Dutch. New Zealand is Dutch, right? As a matter of fact, um, Australia was first discovered by the Portuguese, and then the Dutch. And then the British, right? Zealand though is is in in is Dutch. It's right. It's, yeah, it uh, is. It, it definitely is. Shout it's Lusitan. It's Lusitan. That's Portuguese. That's from Portugal. And I know you're falling asleep, Jeff, and and so okay. am I. Just about at this point. But um, anyway, so we're on the first match. Uh, we're on the third match, but I believe it's the main event after this. I hope so. Oh, no, it's not. It's the SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair, making her way to the ring. And we get a fucking pie fucking fest, dude. I mean, with Tony Storm, there's nothing much to say about this shit other than... One thing I've noticed, man, with all these females, and especially Tony Storm, I couldn't help but notice her friggin' pecker, dude. Her friggin' nose. 
Did it stand out last night or was I seeing things? You were saying things, but did you call her nose a pecker? Yes, that's an Aussie term for like nose. Okay, because pecker in the US is a dick. So you were oh, talking yeah, about yeah. You could, yeah, you, it's the same thing, but for whatever reason, they use that friggin' term as a nose, but it means but it's the same not thing. the same thing. One is belongs is a penis, right? Don't, don't, don't think one is gender neutral. <laughs> <laughs> don't think logical. Okay, this is Australia we're talking about. No, where, no, I, I, listen, Woody Woodpecker, you know, is a bird, uh, and uh, the uh, is, uh, is in the beak. I get it. That, right, I, exactly. I, I, See, it, it's it's not it's it's not that absurd. I'm just saying that I never heard that before. Some people like wearing their dicks on their face, dude. Some people call me the space cowboy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, there's other types of cowboys too, Jeff, but we won't go there. <laughs> cowboy shit. Get cowboy out. shit. That's definitely cowboy shit. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> 100% grade A. We're talking cowboy about Samosian shirts. <laughs> I can't do this show. I mean, seriously. Samosians. This is live. We're doing this. This is real. I oh, thank God, thank God it's not live. Okay. But you know what? It would be a great live show. I think it would be a great show. I actually do like this show. I think it's a great show so far. Because You're sending very mixed signals. Well, yeah. What what am I going to label this show? I don't know because it's supposed to be. But then again, oh, it is smack oh, talking. Homo Samosians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what's so wrong and so right about that name? It kind of sounds very, like, educational. <laughs> but it so isn't. But but you know what I'm saying? It sounds like homo sapiens, sapiens. The Australian and... territory is full of homo <laughs> That makes me laugh every time hearing that, man. But anyway, with huge peckers. With, <laughs> with huge peckers, exactly right. Exactly. But can we get on to, speaking of peckers, can we get to the big dick of, of the table in Roman Reigns? Sure. Who yeah. was shown? Well, Tony Storm uh, uh, oh, yes. in Charlotte's face, and Charlotte was outraged, which That's I guess insinuates that even though she rejected the match request, now she will accept it because there's a pie in her face. I mean, they didn't say that, but <sighs> since WWE words don't matter, you just need to know that she's upset. So there <laughs> You've just got to know she's upset. But I love WWE's... Wordplay though, mm -hmm. right? First with the pies, mm -hmm. right? And then we got two, one female lo liking two pies. Mm -hmm. Then there's cream pies, right? right. <laughs> and then there's two pies Shakur. <laughs> then there's two pies Shakur. And uh, can you not see where I'm going here, man? And you know they're doing this on purpose. You I don't know. know. I don't you I don't know, know. Jeff. I'm, I'm just a homogeneous New Zealander. I can't follow <laughs> your Australian sophisticated thinking. Uh, well, as long as you don't fuck sheep, Jeff, you're all right. <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> That's it. End it right now. No. <laughs> well, Roman Reigns was shown watching the match in his dressing room while Paul Heyman sat behind him. Reigns noted that Kingston was back and Pierce wasn't there. He said there were a lot of things he didn't know about. Reigns asked if Heyman knew that Lesnar would be there. Heyman said he was just as surprised as Reigns. My, what is he calling my what chief? My tribal chief. My tribal chief, that's it. Right. Roman chief. does not pay Paul to not have information. 
Right. I mean, what is he even paying for, really, at this point? I don't know. You know who, who would have gotten that information? Jonah. Jonah yeah. would have gotten him that information. Which... What he needs is a trusty Australian Samoan. Oh, Jonah Rock, you in... mean? Yeah, he needs <laughs> to bring Jonah back in. He needs to bring in Zion Quinn. He needs to bring Koa Solo. He needs, oh, he needs to bring all these people in. People who will do and... things for The Rock that are going to do things for him. Well, <laughs> everybody knows you can't trust Paul Heyman. His checks always bounce. Well, yeah, that's true. That's actually facts. You know, you know he has <laughs> leans against him from the men's warehouse for those outfits. <laughs> Ah, Paulie. I mean, he still owes a lot of money, Jeff. Unfortunately, Why do you think he lives on the road because nobody can get jurisdiction <laughs> over him. I bet you you're right. I bet you you're that. Right. I don't live here. No, no, no. Really, I re I think he's that cunning, and that like it wouldn't surprise me is exactly the reason why he's part of WWE and why he hasn't left the company yet. I would I, I, not put I, it past him. I'm telling you that that he lives on a WWE tour bus that's registered in the Bahamas. <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry, I'm I'm on Bahamian territory or the Canary Islands. Somewhere, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere that's not subject to the laws of the United States. Like <laughs> oh shit! Well, anyway, uh, he said there were a lot of things he didn't know. Yeah, sorry, we already I was already reading that. Uh, he was again, but it's great. No, I was going to say Lesnar would be in Zane's corner. Heyman said he did not. You might say presumed again instead of pressured, so that's good. I'm reading what, anyway. What are you reading? It. What? You reading what? What? I'm re whoever, what? Whoever wrote this shit. What? Yeah, what? exactly. <laughs> anyway, moving right along to the SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Fair making an entrance. We just covered that. Oh, shit. How did I? Um... I don't know. Whoa, You're supposed to be the professional here. Sorry, I don't know how I got off track there. Anyway, let's uh, move to, to match maybe number Maybe because four. your co-host is doing everything possible to keep you off track? Well, yeah, there's that too. But this is, like I said, this is smack talk at its finest, folks. Match yeah. number four between Sheamus and Cesaro. We've seen this match a million times, really. It's pretty much the same type of match. Hard except hitting. Except Sheamus won quicker. <laughs> except Sheamus won quicker, but still, nevertheless... And Rich Holland standing on three phone books was watching in, in the back, making him look like he was six foot six. <laughs> right. And we had two European uppercuts by two Europeans. Wow. European. I am a European. European. Is, is, is that European with a GY? <laughs> European? <laughs> I don't know. Euro. Or is that with a JE? Euro, Euro, <laughs> European, European. Or European. European jur jurisprudence, <laughs> or is it German peeing? Every everything's about Germans peeing. That's right. <laughs> yes. Marking territory. Everything is about <laughs> Germans marking their territory. <laughs> well, there is again. There's some truth to that, yeah. right? I mean, and we yeah. we have closed the loop. <laughs> That's it. We've gone full circle now. Mm -hmm. You know, we can end up with the Germans. Did I mention See, people didn't think we had this whole thing scripted, but we had this planned all along. We sure did. I mean, we scripted this from the top to bottom, Take all the that way Freddie through. Prince Jr. Hire us. <laughs> yeah. Hire us. We'll work for Euros or Gyros, whichever way you want to pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather work for Euros though, instead of I want Suzuki sauce. He wants Semela sauce. He oh. makes his own. Oh, uh, no, I'll stick to that Ziki sauce, all right? <laughs> I don't want no uh, Samosians. Uh, 
Sauce. Anyway, enough why of the you, sauce why talk. Why do you reject your father? Dude, <laughs> that's disgusting. Please. All right. <laughs> let's, let's not go there. I don't want to be suddenly a homophobe to people. And uh, I just thought that you loved your dad and he's a good cook. That's all. <laughs> Well, he is actually a good cook. He does I a know. great he barbecue. Make, he makes his own sauce. <laughs> and well, why do you turn everything into something dirty? That's you. That's you. I'm not. What dirty? I didn't say nothing dirty. I was just. Yeah, anyway, enough for sauce talk. Maybe what that's what the show should be called, sauce talk. Maybe. Or is it ketchup talk? I don't know. What What is your pecker smell? Oh <laughs> yuck. Anyway, uh, let's not talk about pecker smells. Uh, as long as it's not cruddy, cheesy, and doesn't smell like ricotta cheese or even worse, blue vein cheese. Ooh, blue cheese. Ugh. Anywho. <laughs> anyway, let's move right along because I've totally fucking lost my freaking spot. Main What's event. The- it's time for the main event. Anyway, Seamus wins the match in 3 minutes and 50 seconds. Um, but I just want to read out one more segment. Okay, good. Because, no, w- before the main event, the backstage segment between Naomi and DeVille, and boy, did DeVille bitch slap Naomi. I'm not going to lie. I kind of yeah. liked that slap. That was a good slap, dude. Yeah, it was. That was a solid slap, and she made it clear. Unlike AWs, she set the tone early. Uh, she said, you can't touch me because I'm a, I am an official. As long as I'm wearing this, if I'm wearing a wrestling gear, <laughs> we can fight. But if I'm wearing this suit, I'm your boss. And then she slapped her. That was good. And she says, yes, I accept the match. Now, why did I talk about AEW? Because in the beginning of Dynamite, they forgot to tell us that uh, Tony Khan said that Hangman Page can't touch uh, Daniel Bryan, uh, Brian Danielson. And that was a rather major plot point in the beginning of the show. Now, they said it about halfway through the match. And... Brian actually corrected it during his promo at the end, but it would it would have been nice if they said it right at the beginning. And someone on another show asked me, "Do you think that's because Jim Ross wasn't there?" I was like, "Maybe, but it's still a producer's job to tell Jim Ross's replacement as the number one guy to say it from say, hey, it's Wednesday. You know what that means? We have a real treat for you tonight. What a loaded card! The champ, Hangman Page, is going to join us here at commentary. But we want to let you know that the boss, Tony Khan, laid down the law. Right, simple. That Hangman Page cannot have any physical contact with Brian Danielson or or that match is over or something like that. No, you're Um, right. It's the little things that they don't do. Right. Instead, it was just a little bit awkward. So they're, they're, they're so close. But anyway, anyways, DeVille set the scene. I know a lot of people don't like this story, but hey, it's it's a... It's a wrestling it's a, story. It's a story, yeah. You get so few of those in WWE, uh, you know. Be thankful, people. Come on now. <laughs> but I do want to say uh, one thing. You know what AEW does need, and Tony Khan in particular? Sex. Well, definitely sex. But not just that. Jack Tunney. They needed Jack Tunney in, uh, in AEW to call those type of shots, dude. They said they don't want to have an authority figure. I, <laughs> I agree with you. I think it's. I mean, they have hired so many people to stand around and do nothing of importance, nothing. from Mark St- Sterling to uh, to Andre Aprehandos to uh, gro- groomer assistants, whatever his name is. To <laughs> oh, Guerrero, there's to another Guerrero who's already gone to Arn Anderson who just falls off the stage. You know, <laughs> to God, to, to, to Brock Anderson. I mean, I, I, there's a million people. Marco Stunt. There's a million people there who are Joey Janela. Joey, the sunny kiss. You, you <laughs> name it. 
How about, how about Christopher Daniels? Can't wrestle. Hey, right. He's got respect. But, and, and you know what? If you need to put him in one angle, he can do a couple matches for you. I mean, but, you know, there's somebody named Selena De Laurenta who's done this role before. I know. That drives me nuts. The fact I mean, that I, they haven't got her yet drives me nuts. And you know what? I wouldn't even care if it was Brandy. Because you know what? She's very hateable. And that's what your authority figure is supposed to be. Hateable, spoiled, and entitled. And that's what an authority oh. figure can do. That's what Sonya Deville says. She's entitled. She she had the privilege to slap Naomi because she, she was in the power position. Excellent. That's that's how it worked. Absolutely. I'm all for it. But what made that slap even better? It looked like Naomi wasn't even seeing that coming, dude. It was that good. But, you know, I mean, good stuff. Just the slap made me happy. That's all I want to say. But let's move on to the main event. We get Zayn standing in the ring with the mic and said, this is the biggest match of his career. And there was something he needed to say. Zayn said Texas is his least favorite state and he never dreamed of winning the championship in the state of Texas. <laughs> he says, sometimes an angel whispers in your ear about something you never would have thought of. He said Lesnar was that angel. <laughs> that's a pretty cool line Zayn got fired up while talking about how he would beat Reigns and walk out as the new WWE Universal Champion Zayn told the fans that he would not have any of them to thank he said the only person he would have to thank is Brock Lesnar himself then we get Brock coming out to his entry you know to his entrance theme Good gave, word. He said he would have Sami Zayn's back. He'd be right next to him. Literally. Right. He gave Zayn a thumbs up. There he is. Make some noise for Brock Lesnar. Zayn said. Lesnar laughed and entered the ring. Zayn said he knew Lesnar wasn't there to help him win. And he wasn't saying that he should. But Lesnar would probably have an easier time with him than Reigns at WWE Day 1. Which is actually true. I mean, he does have a point. Right, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. Zayn goes on to point out that Lesnar's track record against Reigns hasn't been great, which is true also. Zayn also said he wasn't disrespecting Lesnar at all. But then we get Lesnar grabbing Zayn and took him to Suplex City with three Z German suplexes. <laughs> <laughs> is that a coincidence? I think not. No, definitely not. <laughs> Lesnar followed up with an F5. Lesnar stood over Zayn and smiled. Fans called for one more time. And Lesnar had to be the, you know, had to give in to the peer group pressure of the fans, right? So he, mm-hmm. he obliged and gave another F5. Lesnar picked up Zayn and set him in the corner and used to use the ropes to keep him on his feet. Lesnar gave Zayn another thumbs up as he left the ring. I kind of like this little interaction once again. Like I said, these two, if you want to make a twins part two, these two would be the perfect candidates in in terms of professional wrestling. You know what? I'm going to be so nice to you. I'm not even going to bring up the other illusions of twins we talked about off <laughs> on, on pre-production. Off oh, fine, fine. You want me to? No. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Roman Reigns then makes his entrance along with Paul Heyman, Jimmy also. And Jay also, Reigns held up his title belt on the stage while the Usos kept their eyes on the entrance area. They all headed to the ring and the Usos continued to keep a lookout. So we move on to the main event, Jeff. Match number five, Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman and the Usos versus Sami Zayn for the WWE Universal Championship. 
Before the match, Usos had to stand up Zayn in the corner. Reigns did a war cry, the ooh, ah, fucking <laughs> shit. And once the bell rang, Reigns speared Zayn, then put him in a guillotine choke and got the submission win in around about 15 seconds to retain his WWE Universal Championship. Let me ask, was there a match longer than five minutes on this episode? I don't think there was. Yes, there was. Oh, no, the Sasha Banks match. And uh, Shane and Bader, that's it. wasn't more than 10 minutes. Yeah. And this this last match wasn't a match. I mean, the, No, the, it wasn't. This, this was just an incident, but this, this was not a match. And this this was, I mean, I mean, this is exactly how Sami Zayn should be used, in my opinion. But I know that there's, you know, a lot of people, and by a lot of people, I mean people who watched Ring of Honor seven years ago and not since, um, or oh, no, yeah, 13 yeah, years yeah, ago yeah. and not since, <laughs> yeah. who, who think that Sami Zayn is great, but... Uh, and they really excited him for, to go to AEW and wrestle on Dark against, you know, Ethan oh, Page or whatever. Come um, on. Oh, whatever happened to Ethan Page? I forgot all about him. Good question. Um, anyway, you, you could probably ask it about 40 people. Maybe he'll maybe he'll re- wrestle uh, Griff Garrison. Who knows? Maybe. Um, well, whatever happened to Griff as well? I mean, what, what happened to him? He's still injured? I, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> he's, maybe he's with Brian Pillman. Yeah. yeah maybe buried or somewhere. Brian Cage. Oh, oh, geez. So thank God. Well, anyway, screw him. That's, see what I mean? That's ridiculous. And you know what's or sad? Helico. He could wrestle on Helico. He could wrestle fucking <laughs> a couple of haters in freaking Enzo Amore. Already Jay Lethal. Where's Jay Lethal? You'll never see him again. <laughs> <laughs> you notice... Just like the premier athlete, Tony Nese. You'll never see him. The most boring athlete, Tony Nese. I mean, seriously. He's not... For a guy his size, it's just not going to work because he doesn't... Like Jaga and myself were saying, he's not flashy enough for for today's cruiserweights. No, but what they should do is they should sign Jonathan Gresham and actually their tag team should be called Twins. Oh... Because because they're exactly they look exactly the same in every way except for their pigment. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, at least Grisham's got a bit more skill, I think. They're, but they're both like five foot four, like and well cut, defined guys. That's it. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, Nice has got no probably person. a little bit more size on Grisham. Ah, Grisham bulking up a little bit. I mean, I haven't seen him lately. But taller, but he yeah. get more fire hydrant like. <laughs> fire hydrant. He's, he's been getting fire hydrant diesel. I'm telling you. But come on, serious? I haven't seen him in a while. So you're telling me, uh, yeah, he actually has. You may up? never see him again either. But <laughs> <laughs> we're pricks, man. Seriously, I mean, come on, man. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of Grisham. I wouldn't mind seeing a match between him and Danielson. I think it would be an interesting little match. Other than that, I couldn't give a shit. Uh, I mean, I understand why people are interested in that, but I mean, that's an exhibition match, and right now Brian is in a story that's supposedly important. Once that story is done and he goes back to exhibitions, sure, why not? Uh, give give Gresham a payday, but I mean, I don't, I, I don't really necessarily. I mean, I don't care if AW signs everybody and doesn't use them if they're paying them. That's fine. But if it's what I suspected, it's per appearance contracts then, I mean, being hired by them is meaningless. And, you know, and, and it just means that they have some say over other things you can do. Now, in fairness to them, 
they're pretty liberal about that. I mean, they're, they're like, yeah, go ahead for the most part. But I guess we don't know what they say no to. Um, yeah. But in any event, I mean, there, are, there aren't any options. So I guess I really shouldn't say that, that I don't want to be hired. I want everyone to be hired by AEW because there's only two places that pay a living wage. I mean, literally speaking, someone from the inside confirmed, not numbers, but confirmed that Karrion Cross, when he signed from um, Impact to WWE, I'm not even sure if this was NXT or main roster, but it doesn't matter because the, the difference is so stark that he literally was making eight times as much money from Impact to WWE. And people wonder why would you sign with WWE? If the number three promotion pays on a year-round basis, I know people think GCW is the number three promotion popularity. Probably is, but they don't pay you year-round. It's a it's a purpose. Hold thing. on, hold on. So, people think GCW is the third biggest promotion. It, it might well be right now, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's just let's just call Impact the third ranked, you know, fifty week a year TV promotion. If they're paying one of their top guys that was crossed eight times less than than one of their than a wwe standard entry contract that's pathetic and that's why people sign with wwe it's true not just that and just be honest man it's whether aw you might be an aw mark tad or a wwe mark tad let's let's talk truth wwe is the be-all end-all in professional wrestling it is all right i'm sorry it, it, People are all striving right now to get to WB as, you know, an up-and-coming wrestler. Surely, right? I mean, you Maybe. dream of that of that company, of one day debuting for that company. Do you not? Listen, it's the be-all in pay. I mean, oh, definitely. The, you know, for the, for, the more, for the most part. I mean, all I'm saying is that there's only two companies that on the top of the scale or, you know, mid to top of the scale – pay a living wage where, where you can make money and you know and live a life and so if they're not going to work for ww i hope they all work for aw uh, why of course no for, for real i mean you're right but they're wrestling right now like the professional wrestling landscape is kind of interesting and weird at the same time ww definitely does look at aw at this point as competition surely even though they can deny it black and blue you know for a fact, I mean, just look at the raw promo between Miz and Edge, for example, which it's not fair that it got shat on as much as it did. I think it was um, it was much better than people want to give it credit for. Well, in fairness, it's not that it was bad. I mean, in fairness... It wasn't think, bad. It actually wasn't. I think, I think it's the WWE, basically, you know, until recently, meaning before <laughs> Monday talked about aw if at all as if they were fleas on on the coat of a saint bernard yep. so now they're you know acknowledging them sure in a, in, in a sort of sideways way but they're acknowledging them on tv on national tv that is a big thing that i mean like twice a year they might mention the iwpg Idols. Oh, they do. They do. WWE do mention either the New Japan here and there. They do here and there, and usually when they're trying to woo them, you know, yeah, usually when too. they're trying to get them into bed, um, like when they see them in the conference, they're like, "Hey, she, she looks <laughs> yeah. good. She, she's doing pretty well." Right. <laughs> right. Um, but 
you know, but I mean, so that's why. I mean, it's the same reason people shit on AEW for always talking about WWE when AEW said we're we're not concerned with WWE. That's the problem, though. You don't say that shit and then do the opposite. Well, that but that's the same thing in reverse. So fair is fair. I I don't mind it when AEW does it. The only thing I mind is when Cody, who is completely self aware that he's that he's booed and everyone thinks he's Triple H and Jeff Jarrett, and then then takes the win anyway. Yeah, I know, and he really shouldn't have taken the win. I get it, it's in his hometown of Atlanta. He lives in Ohio. Yeah, I know, but he's a Atlantean. Not from Atlantis, though. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, yeah, but, I mean, not just this one, with, with Malachi Black, he shouldn't have won that. I mean, there's a whole yeah. host of things where he shouldn't have won. You know, you want to win the feuds, work all year round, in that company this it, you know or be or acknowledge that you're brock lesnar that you're going to come in you're going to be a big star and then you're going to go away well WWE could never afford to, ha- to have brock Lesnar on a whole year contract imagine that think about it where he yeah, could yeah they, i they mean they could just, but they literally just in the last two years they've shed 70 million dollars in talent contract <laughs> it's crazy dude it's it's crazy because it is it's pretty surreal that they're doing this and the only conclusion i still come up with is the fact that they're selling all because of nick khan and what his job really is he comes into companies sells off their assets that they don't need to ready fucking themselves to actually sell it okay fine but I mean, the job of a company is to always make itself most profitable, not not to make itself a great place to work. And this is a completely different industry. But but right. Amazon, and because they're having a little problem with it now, which the same type of situation may come to roost with WWE. But Amazon purposefully hires people for two years. That's what wow. they want their people for two years. Rotate out, start right. them over. Yeah, they'll give them health insurance. They'll give them twenty dollars an hour. And whatever it is, after two years, they want them gone, and they want to start. They want to start fresh with someone new. Um, so anyway, you know that that's our WWE. That that they they're controlling their expenses. They want to have the most return for shareholders. They also reduce their full time staff from nine hundred to seven. <laughs> now now not having the WWE network in ninety percent of the world, you know, for their marketplace is 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 a big part of that as well. Anyway. Uh, we digress, and I see you're getting those droopy eyes that leads to I am shows tired. never getting dropped. So let's just do our NXT War Game predictions. Oh, yes. Yeah. See, I forgot all about that, man. And see, you got good vision because all I've done is show after show after show and, and edit after edit just for the edits not to friggin' work. And then my computer gone bananas. But, yeah, it, 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 I am pretty tired, man. I'm not yeah, gonna well, lie. You are, you, you are the not the Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> you you are just the stunning Steve Austin of the of the PWC. <laughs> just the workman wrestler. Just the journeyman workman wrestler. You're doing. You'll just do all the jobs. But so, but get this though, Jeff. The thing is, only WB well, shows managed. Are fine. Only WB shows managed to do this to me though. Can you believe that? They gas me out, dude. Well, I mean, we we barely talked about WWE. I know, <laughs> right? See, if um, when we're not talking about that, be I'm awake suddenly again. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, right, so well, this is NXT is only WWE adjacent. So let's go. So the, the first match is the NXT tag team titles with Imperium versus Kyle. By the way, first of all, this is cruel. This is cruel, unusual punishment. 
all November, they're telling me Kyle O'Reilly's contract is coming to an end in November. November's over. It's December. He's still uh-huh. there. And they're like, Kyle O'Reilly's contract is coming to an end. Stop playing with my emotions this way. I want him gone. Kyle O'Reilly, Von Wagner against Imperium. Yes, they're going to, because world hates me, but, you know, because I predicted that, that a mid-major promotion would fail this, this year, and of course it's my promotion, Ring of Honor, and because the world hates me, Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner will absolutely win these tag team titles. Uh, I hope not, but you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll probably go. F- I'll probably go with you. Okay. There we I go. I think. I think uh, that's what's going to happen. What's Steve next? Steve said from uh, from oh, yeah. Hammerlock Hangover that I should just make the o- opposite predictions of what I did at Hammerlock Hangover. See so the way I'm right. Oh uh, yeah, so nah, nah, yeah, do the same one. That's cheating, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go Unless back on the Hammerlock Hangover mind. now. So now we've got the hair versus hair match in the Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson or whatever his name is, who is someone that I like almost get, but don't get and don't think I ever will. Um, (sighs) I think the Cameron Grimes mini haircut is a swerve. He looks pretty good with it. I cannot imagine him bald, though he does have the hat. Nobody cares about Duke Hudson. He's going to be... They may release Andre Chase and have Duke Hudson become Andre Chase. Um, But Duke Hudson is going to be future endeavored in seven months. Uh, I'm going to go with Cameron Grimes. Yeah, me too. There's no way this Aussie fella has got a chance, even though he's a big guy. He's he tall. ain't. Yeah, well, that's what I meant by big, tall. Not wide, but tall. But personally, for me, I'm going straight to the moon with Cameron oh, Grimes. I'm going to the moon. <laughs> he's uh, amusing. He's a... you got to give him that, at least. Oh, kind no, of. Yeah, yeah, for a caveman. Right. Um, <laughs> For Appalachian. Yeah, that's, that's cool. <laughs> Appalachian. Oh, God. Um, so, okay. So then we have the women uh, war game. So we've got Toxic Attraction and their partner, Dakota Kai, against Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, was it Iozurai? Yep. Uh, uh, Kaylee Ray, not Kylie Ray. I always say Kylie Ray. Kaylee Ray. Uh, and, and, oh, little skateboard chick, Cora Jade. Who's dating a uh, uh, meth face, rap face, fuzzy Trey Baxter? <laughs> meth face, rap face. Meth is like the the talk of the professional wrestling world, it seems. Well, yeah, with one company, I'm, I'm I just bring it in for for rap face, fairy boy. Um, I'm gonna go with Toxic Attraction winning this one because they've got all the belts and they're the hottest act literally and figuratively in the company and they need to win and this other team of mishmash people i mean anybody can turn core jade's been getting sneak wins wouldn't hurt her to take an l frankly eos Zarai. i mean they, they can do whatever they want with her she her big thing is i don't like anybody so she can take an l uh the only one who can't take an l on that team is raquel gonzalez yeah because she's been taking quite a few in recent times man to be fair and she looks like vinnie vegas these days wearing her green sort of outfit yeah, she has regressed from being she has, dude. Back yeah, being, like, yeah. Vegas. She Just, went from I, Diesel to Vinny Vegas. Yeah, as a fa- her face run is 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 not working, and and at times it's just plain awkward. It is. No, I'm not gonna lie. And how do you go? How do you go ten steps backwards with this woman? I I don't get it, but whatever. It is what it is. I mean, did you know she's the motorcycle? I mean, it killed uh, Ember Moon. Kill, yeah, killed em- Ember Moon was killed. Long before she even got future endeavored. 
well, I'm not a big Ember Moon fan, but I know that neither am I that are, that are out there that, that support her, and that's fine. But listen, there's always a spot for everybody in AEW. I, I firmly believe that. That until Perez Khan says, I want to see those books, son, <laughs> there's there's everybody that's got a trophy. What was his name? Shad Khan. He would absolutely have a heart attack if he saw the books. Is it Prashad, not Pervez? I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe it's Prashad. Um, it wouldn't surprise anyway, me if it was Prashad. Papa Khan. The real Khan. king. <laughs> the king of kings. The king of it, He is the king of kings, absolutely. The king of kings. The king of kings. When, once he says, boy, you're getting treacherously, treacherously close to my money. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, man. Speaking of the king of kings, just quietly, apparently he's back on the job. Good. Good. Good for him. I mean, I'm glad he's back on the job because I want all this nonsense to stop that they're trying to kill everything that he touched and all that. I, I, I don't think it's that at all. I, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm starting to think the same way because you know what? NXT's not too bad right now. They're, I mean, they did an, an abrupt reset and it's awkward and disjointed and it's still making its way out of that. And But I've said it. I've tweeted it. This is a gimmick Petri dish and the episodic television aspect of it is just, it's just thinly veiled gimmick experimentation. And you're going to see people come in and out and in and out. And now Bo is back and Susie and Mei Ying is gone, but she's going to, they have another character named her. We haven't heard it. It's just, we're going to see people in and out and there's going to be more releases. And, you know, they, they debuted two new people this week. Two new people who I already, in my mind, have future endeavored. One who who fought uh, the, the Uso uh, brother, and there was a disqualification because of Boa. Um, and one who was sitting in a diner who looked like he was around Leo Rush's size, or you know, not not Marco Stunt size. But <laughs> and I immediately lost interest in in anything that that he had to say. I agree. What was the next matchup, Jeff? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's five matches. We did the hair versus hair. We did the tag team match. We did the women's war games. There's obviously the men's war games. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but men's war games. You've got Braun Breaker. You've got uh, Grayson Waller, the Waller effect. Um, <laughs> you have uh, Tony D'Angelo. You have uh, um, Carmelo Hayes uh, with Trick Williams. On the other side, you've got uh, 1.0, Tommaso Ciampa. LA Knight somehow is on this team. Pete Dunn is somehow on this team, um, even though he's 26. And uh, uh, who's the other one? Is it, did I say Gargano? Oh, LA, LA Knight, Gargano, and Ciampa. So anyway, I probably repeated some names, but there it is. Um, I think Dexter Loomis will factor into this match, but even though he factors into this match, him and him and Trip Williams just will just fight out up the ramp. And I still, I mean, what's the point in this match unless the 2.0 men's team wins and unless Braun Breaker gets the pinfall somehow on, 100%. Uh, on such Ampa. The new kids on the block is definitely winning this match. I mean, there's no ifs or buts about it. Good. I'm with you on this one. Um, is there another match on this card? There's, there's got to be a fifth. What are we forgetting? I'm not sure. Should I be looking? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not something. Uh, by the way, uh, D uh, then uh, did a text to me during this. And said that another trait of uh, Greeks is that they have big fat heads. Really? This is so she, she clearly that's love. 
Oh, thank you for starting about Italians, Jeff. Believe me, it's karma that I'm vended <laughs> up in any time. Put it that way. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, is that really up, the only matches? No, there's five matches. We're definitely missing a match. Okay, one one moment. What was the last match we were talking about? It was the men's... Men's war games. Right. Uh, did we speak about the women's one? We did, didn't we? Yep. Yep, we did. NXT war games take over. There's no games. women's title matches on the card. There's there's the North American... T- oh, it's the Cruiserweight title. It's uh, Roderick, Roderick Stinky Strong versus Joe Gacy. I'm picking Joe Gacy. <laughs> you think That's so? the fifth match. And Roderick Strong will be future endeavored after that. And hopefully they'll send Kyle with him and they can pl- pretend they're the undisputed year in AEW. I don't care. They can be the new uh, Good Brothers for all I care. No, hell no. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'll get Gacy as well, man. Okay. Well, that's it. That's that's the card. I'm going to let you go to sleep. Yeah, but see, I shouldn't be going to sleep at this time. That's the problem. Because it well, is. Dude, I, I am looking at you. It doesn't look like you have a choice in the matter. Anyway, yeah, whatever no. your choice is, it's not going to be my fault any longer. No, it's not your fault. It's it's WWE's fault. No, nah, look, I've been doing a lot of hours of just editing and shows, man. I've done four shows in two days, plus all the edits. Jimmy Tasmania, well. where can the listeners find you? Well, the listeners can find me right here on the PWC Network where you can subscribe at the pwcnetwork.pubbing.com but also at atmarkmedia.com but more importantly Jeff where can they find you? Find me right here they can find me on Twitter at HammerlockHO they can find me personally at my Twitter which is at IcarusFellMD they can find me on Garden of Doom which I hope they subscribe and check out as well as Hammerlock Hangover that's the wrestling podcast Garden of Doom obviously is not uh, and both shows have a Facebook page. So come join the fun there as well. Uh, you can also find Jimmy at times at the uh-huh. Honey Media Group. Thank you. You definitely can find me at Honey Media Group and at channelattitude.com, which is Vince Russo's uh, little network. And you can also find me at the pwhustlenetworks.podbean.com, which is just skirmish only, that is. On the hustle. Yeah, I'm everywhere, Jeff. You might as well call me Jimmy Worldwide. Jimmy Worldwide. <laughs> no, Jimmy Transcontinental. Ah, nice. Transcontinental, because I go over continents. And the T. And the T. That's right. T. Pretty, pretty soon it's going to be Jimmy Total. Oh, in about two minutes, it's going to be Jimmy Totaled. <laughs> That's Definitely. Well, Jeff... It was a pleasure doing the show, man. Unfortunately, WWE does this shit to me like after like a two-hour mark. We have been going for nearly three hours, but I'm not sure how long we'll talk in off the air before I press the record button. But we've well, definitely done... With the music that you put on, this, this will be a four-hour show. This is going to be like <laughs> the Zack Snyder Justice uh, yeah, Because you skip intros, if you notice my WWE intros are actually quite short. They, they don't go no further than six minutes, which is reasonable. How do I know I can trust you? <laughs> All WB shows are not like that, believe it or not. My name is John Johns. You can call me uh-huh. the Martian Manhunter. <laughs> My name is, is he German. 
<laughs> and you can find me right here. I am all the Z-Axis channel. <laughs> I am Baron Zemo. <laughs> uh, once again, shout outs to the Z Germans out there. It's nothing Baron but love. Zemo, you know, is a distant relative of Evil Dose. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> but in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's Jeff Lippman. And you've been listening to the PWC, I believe, Friday Night Smack Talk on a Saturday. Right here on the the Saturday morning smack talk at this point. Right. Right here on the PWC network. But before I end it, I should have called it Pillow Talk, Jeff. Friday Night Pillow Talk. I think that's quite enough. Quite enough. In saying that, see ya. Stable, my friend. Sasha Banks side as Shayna Baszler has been... Oh, what a knee! Banks may be out! You should fight Roman Reigns tonight. Brock, (laughs) you're you're crowding me a little bit. That's fine, you're an imposing fella. I feel like we just have very creative differences with how to approach this, and it's fine. Look, tonight, I will do things my way. Thank you for the advice, but no thank you. I shouldn't have touched you, I shouldn't touch you. Ah, okay, 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 hang on. That was a mistake, that's on me. Ah, okay, 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 we're friends, we're friends. Hang on, hang on. So tonight it is. Well, here's the thing, bro. Okay, yes, yeah, 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 okay, okay. Ah, okay. I knew you had it in you. Go get him, kid. Okay. Wait a minute. What hero is here? Owen, Eric Plasty, Angel out of the ring, Roberto. Look at her roll, Eric up. Shoulders are down. <laughs> Jimmy Hendrix just came out here, dresses boots. Lothario. Well, I don't think Boogs and Shinsuke intended that to happen. And let me make something perfectly clear. I'm going to really break this down and be transparent so that you don't get confused, okay? If I have my ring gear on, then that's one thing. But as long as I'm wearing this suit, I'm WWE official and I'm your boss. So if you so much as lay one of those neon green painted fingernails on me, not only will I make sure that you don't have the little match that you've been obsessing over, but I'll make sure you don't have a paycheck. Do you feel that? So are you accepting my challenge? (gasps) Oh! What? Oh! (laughs) Yes, I am. Cesaro looking for the Gotch neutralizer. 
Sheamus sidestepping. Bro! The bro kick to Cesaro. One, two, three. And Sheamus picks up the win. Able to counter this time, blocking the kick by Sasha. Dropping her face first. Another Ooh. knee! You can hear the echo through the AT&T Center. Look at the dead body weight of Sasha. Get a body bag, Shayna says. And Baszler with it. Went for the gut wrench again. Sasha able to roll through. Stacking Baszler up and got it! What do you call Drew McIntyre checking a battle royalist? A Scottish warrior. <laughs> warrior. Okay. I'm not quite sure that uh, you should be joking about the Scottish warrior. W A R R. Because there's Drew McIntyre, and he has the sword, the sword Angela with him. You just laughed in this dude's face. Now you gotta face the consequences. Is that is that funny? Happy Corbin is sending Madcap Moss out to perhaps try to talk some sense into McIntyre. Madcap Moss tested IQ of four and a half. Jeff Hardy gonna give Madcap Moss one as well. And now McIntyre, Claymore! Do not keep whoa, 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 look out! What is she doing? Oh, pat in the face! Pat, is Charlotte going to be able to wash this stink of embarrassment off? Remember, two pies in Tony's face, just one in Charlotte, but what a move from Tony's store. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you What's it gonna be, Cole? The hand of the king, Sir Kofi Kingston! It's a new day, yes it is! Kofi Kingston's back! And Woods going up to the top rope, and look at Jimmy Uso getting involved, the official. That was smart. Oh, and Kofi Kingston! Taking out Jimmy Uso! Off the disqualification, the brawl's on! And now Kofi ducks Yo. underneath. Trouble in paradise! Yo. And out. And Xavier Woods. And the beatdown is on for Kofi and King Woods. Jimmy Uso gets involved in a one-on-one -on -one match to help his brother. All 
I'm saying is that at day one, it will be Sami Zayn. For oh, look out! German suplex! Brock had heard it up, and San Antonio has become Suplex City. Brock Friday in full force. Ragdolling Sammy. And another one. Three of them. Sammy began the night interrupting Brock and saying, sorry, sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. F5. Sammy Zane going to suffer the effect of another F5. Match officially underway for the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns, spear to Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn with the Universal Championship opportunity. Yeah, now a guillotine. And Zayn quickly taps out. He had no choice. Reigns retains. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.